All right, it's time. Another week of ZTGD Radio. This is episode 735 for February 27th, 2023. On the show this week, we got everybody. We got Anthony. Hello. We got Drew. Hi, this is President Joe Biden, and you're listening to ZTGD Radio. That, that's not that's not Joe Biden. We got Terrence. What up? Then we got the Wombat too. Yes, sir. Good lord, there's a lot of motherfuckers up in this bitch. We have a lot of video games to talk about. We have a lot of news to talk about. <laughs> a lot of stuff happened. Uh, this dude, it's crazy. It's been a week. It is crazy. Like every video game that was supposed to come out last year is out now, and yeah, um, it's just too news much. every five seconds. Yeah, it's too much. It's, it's video game overload. Like I was looking at my thing. You know, you'll, I'll talk about it when I talk about what I was playing. I'm like, <laughs> you were damn, looking, I got. You were looking at your thing. I was. I, you know, every time I do it, y'all don't have to point it out. We don't have to do it. Every I mean, it's like then a joke. Don't, then don't look. Then don't look at your thing while we're talking to you. <laughs> you're right. You're right. That, that's my bad. You're right. I was looking at my list of games. I got to be very specific when I'm in the podcast because <laughs> heaven forbid. Anyways, I was looking at my list of games and I was overwhelmed at the choices. I'm like, man, I don't even know what I want to get into. What game I want to play? Got to phrase it right so y'all can't twist go. it. <laughs> it's like you got you're playing this awesome game that you need to finish this awesome game, and you got these five other awesome games like just laying there going, hey, why why don't you play me? Dude, don't even get me started. (laughs) Don't get me started. Forget about it. Alright, why don't you kick it off, Drew? What are you playing? Okay. So, all these awesome games that I have, and I sit here play Overwatch 2. That sounds like a problem. It definitely is a problem. That that sounds like a YP, for sure. Four people on this podcast have. Yeah, but, uh, but yeah, um, playing Overwatch two. Played with you guys last night. Um, <laughs> still fine. It's um, still fine. I still love fine. how they downplay the game that you've been playing regularly for six years. I mean, this game's I. Right. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> um, uh, I did. So there's a couple of things I did. So I jumped like they got a new ladder season for Diablo two. And I was like, I really want to jump into the new ladder. So I started out Diablo 2 again. Um, made an assassin this time. I've never played an assassin before. Um, so I played some some of that. The problem is, is in the ladder stuff, the stuff that they add is like almost in-game stuff that you won't get till you're like level 50-something. And I'm just like, I'll never make it here. I don't know if I will. Um, but... I don't know. It's still Diablo 2. It's one of the best games ever made. So so I, so I just, as I mentioned in the Discord, I just booted up Diablo 2 uh, on yeah. the Switch because I bought it on sale with the third game. Um, and so I'm, I'm, I'm unfamiliar with the ladder concept. Can you give me like the, the rundown? So ladders are essentially seasons that they have like for Diablo three where they add some new things. So they usually add a new mechanic. They also add new rune words. So how familiar are you with Diablo two, Ryan? Uh, I mean, I'm familiar with the original version of Diablo two that came out forever ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but not like intimately familiar with it. I, okay. I, I didn't, 
I finished the first game. I'd never finished the second game. Okay. Um, so, so you may not be familiar with rune words. Um, so rune words are basically how you get the most powerful items in the game. So okay. you, what you can do is you'll find runes that will drop and there's tons of different runes and you can socket them just like you would a gem. Uh, okay. They removed it for Diablo three, but uh, it, well, they kind of changed it because you have runes that you can put for your abilities. E either way, it doesn't matter. Uh, Diablo two, you get runes that you can socket into your equipment. If you do a specific word, so, you know, Thul, Um, Un, something like that, it can, the, the, that word will turn that item into a special item. So you can get one called Stealth. That's like a really common one. And Stealth has like faster run walk speed, this, this, it has a whole bunch of stats that you can do. So these are very powerful items that, that like are end game build stuff. Got um, it. sometimes even better than unique items. Um, and, Every ladder or every season, they call them ladders, but every season they um, release a patch that will add four new rune words. And these rune words could be something that's never been in the game before that can like really power like this, this ladder season, season three. Uh, they've got two specific rune words that are really good for assassins and druids. So... Um, and they make them like crazy good. Like the assassin build for the, for the rune word that they added is nuts. Like it will just wreck everything. So they g it gives you an incentive to make a new character. So uh, when you start a new character in the latter season, you can't carry over any of your equipment, shared equipment that you've gathered. You start at level one and you basically work your way up from the beginning, almost as if you just started the game. Gotcha. Um, and they also have like a leaderboard of like who got there the fastest to level 99, who beat this boss at the fastest, that kind of thing. So they have a leaderboard. Yeah, so I saw the, the first to level 99 thing as an option when I was starting my character and I'm like, well, I, it ain't going to be me. So I'm, <laughs> I ain't going to even try that. So that's just a one small little perk that they have, but the, the new rune words are the ones that you really want to look out for. Gotcha. So each new ladder, they release new rune words or they have like an event, like they added terror zones last, last, uh, patch, the last season. The terror zones are really cool because you, you so like a lot of, um, you can get a lot of stuff for those, um, and it they it basically tries to freshen up the content a little bit, but it also gives incentive to go back and start a new character if you want, try out a different build. Um, it's really nice. They they've only had three so far since Resurrected came out, so uh, they're still working up to it. And like Diablo three is up to like season twenty eight or twenty nine. I can't remember. Um, so they they do that periodically. I think every three months, every four months, somewhere around in there. Um. But it's actually, it's, it's really cool. I mean, I started back up Diablo 2 for that reason, just so I could check out the Assassin Rune Word that they they released, because um, it looks insane. Um, yeah, I've played Diablo 2. Uh, I finally booted up uh, Hi-Fi Rush. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Played uh, about two or three hours of that game. Um, I beat, like, the f first two bosses, I think. I need to finish um, that game. I, I'm on my way to Corsica. That's where I'm at. So I, uh, so when I started the game, I was like, all right, this is a rhythm-based action game. I want to see if I can do it. So I started on hard. 
because this is the timing is is you know it's not critical but it you'll definitely do way better if you're on time with the beat and i was like you know what i want to play it like how it's meant to be played so i started on hard haven't died once so i think i'm doing pretty good doesn't seem overly difficult on hard you know there's a very hard as well that i didn't choose or i don't even know if you can choose at the very beginning of the game um but so the game far, is the game is not great. super hard yeah. uh in general but i will say as you get deeper into the game you get some mixes of enemies um that are that get somewhat difficult to manage yeah. So you may you may find it ramping up in difficulty as you get a little deeper in. Okay. I mean, that, that's fine. And I think you can change the difficulty at any time. The, the accessibility options in this game are fantastic. Like, if you want to turn on the, the bar at the bottom, it shows you the beat. You can. Yep. Um, and I think, one, this game looks amazing. Two, this game plays great. And three, the soundtrack is phenomenal. I absolutely love all of this. Not just the licensed tracks. I'm talking like the standard original soundtrack to this game is absolutely fantastic. I saw a few people saying it felt like just generic rock, but rock music. I don't think so at all. There's tons of like nuances to the music where, you know, if you're doing really well, some of the lyrics start kicking in. It's like how they did with Revengeance. If anybody remembers that game. Um, I Celebrated think it's, really its 10 year anniversary. There you go. We're going to be doing that from Phoenix Down pretty soon. So, Oh, the final boss fight in that game is Banana Sandwich. The Senator. Oh, yeah, that guy. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. That fight yeah. is... Oh, God. So, speaking of Hi-Fi Rush, one of the things it does very, very well is the boss fights. There are some really awesome boss fights in that game. Yeah, those yeah. are really fun. Those are really fun. I thought... I, I, I had the biggest smile on my face with that first boss when they're playing the Nine Inch Nails song. And there's the there's the part where he starts shooting the lasers and he shoots it to the to the, the guitar riff. Yep. I was like, that's 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 amazing. That's fantastic. So enjoying that game. I'm gonna be playing playing some more of that. Um I for Valentine's Day I got my wife some things, then my wife bought me Dead Space. <laughs> <laughs> so I I have not booted up the new Dead Space yet, um, but I think I'm going to probably try and finish up Hi-Fi Rush first before I start Dead Space. Um, I'm excited to get into it though, because you know, like Dead Space is like one of my good. favorite games. Good. So, so yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, and I've been playing a lot of like the, like a dragon. Um, uh, officially, I have not ran into the difficulty spike yet, but officially, I got pissed off with that game last night. I, oh man, so uh, I was like, you know what? I've got some time before we have to record our next show. Why don't I grind some levels? Well, the game suggests going into the underground, the underground sewer area, and and grinding levels there. So okay, I went to the the sewers, and they tell you before you go in, hey. When you go in here, you just can't leave. Okay, got it. I swear to you, I went. I made it to the final enemies of that run where I could leave, and I got killed there. This probably took me... I was probably in the underground for about an hour. I died, 
and it said you can spend half your cash to resurrect and try again. All right, let's do that. I resurrected, and it started me back at the dungeon, at the beginning of the dungeon. And I then promptly turned it off and put it up Overwatch 2. (laughs) So you just went from one frustration to another? That's true. Yep. (laughs) Yep, that's exactly what I did. But yeah, yeah, the sewers, man. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. Parents, just, you quiet. Got... Well, why'd you get quiet? Who? Parents. He's, oh. He sounds quiet. Is that me? Oh. No, I, I agree. Know. Now, it's a little better just then, but. Man, listen, I have so many technical issues. You sound fine. Oh, yeah, you sound fine Gee. now, but when you were before, you were like, oh, how's it going? Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what that was about. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> good. All good. But yeah. Um, that's, that's, I mean, honestly, that's pretty much it. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, I'll move on to Anthony. Okay. Um, I don't know where to start. Uh, let's start with Shadow Warrior 3. I said I wasn't going to talk about it, but. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I tried to load that up on, uh, Xbox One via Game Pass. It is available for that. Not only does that game stutter. The uh, audio was off for me. I don't know what happened so... with that pat. The definitive, like Terrence and I were talking about this a couple weeks ago. There's something wrong with that definitive edition on Xbox. Yeah, it's. I was listening to the podcast last week, and you I, said the same thing. I don't get it's, it. It's, it's it's. I hate to say it. It's junk right now. Yeah, it's weird. Um, I mean, even when the game is good, it's just doom. The new it Doom, is, yeah, yeah, I, and it's and it's it's Doom Eternal, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it's not Doom Eternal. Not. I I'm sorry, I don't like Doom Eternal. It's fine. It was not a bad game, but like, I liked the joy of just killing things, right? And then the challenge is if they send more things in. Can you crowd control? Um, not juggling while doing that. So, uh, so I, I deleted that immediately because it didn't work. Um, I haven't played a lot, so you gotta give me a minute to make sure. I I, I started up the Outer Worlds. Oh, again. Oh yeah. Because um, I bought the DLC for it, so and I'm like, you know, I'm just gonna start over. Um, because I was playing that because that was on my hard drive while I waited for Atomic Heart to download. So here's what happened with Atomic Heart. So Atomic Heart, uh, it allows me to preload before it, you know, uh, pops into Game Pass. So what was that, uh, Monday that I started downloading it? It hits midnight, I started up. It's not done downloading, but it's like ready to start. Which I usually don't start a game up with, but I'm like, okay. So, I get through the intro sequence, which is, in my opinion, too long. Like, I liked it, but boy, could a lot of part of that just be... Like, the the whole river ride, cut that out. To me, that was not interesting. Uh, There's, like, one part of it that I said, that's necessary to know later on what these things are, which is the little vendors that allow you to they had to like try to put the little headpiece on you and it doesn't stay 
I'm like, that's important. Yeah. But yeah, everything else is um because the to me, so the biggest the biggest inspiration to me anyways playing this game is Half-Life. Uh clearly BioShock is where they're trying to get the gameplay from, but the setup is all Half-Life. Uh big tram ride at the beginning, show you the whole place. Oh no, things have gone poorly. Survive. Um, you know, you meet a few people, they're essential to your survival, then you watch a bunch of people die. Um, like, and they keep showing you hazards by having a civilian die right in front of you, which is how they do it in Half-Life. So, um, so I, I get to the car in the intro sequence, right? The download's not complete, I'm supposed to get in the car. So I've just played like an hour of walking, essentially, and looking around and trying to make sure I don't miss anything, which I didn't because there's not anything really to miss. And the car says, available in the full game. Oh, I saw this bug, yeah. Okay, so it's not a bug. That is that is what happens when you start certain games up uh, when it's not fun finished downloading. Uh, that is not a bug. Every this is the constant issue with the ready to start. At some point, it has to cut you off, right? And generally, there's a hard point where they'll do that, and that's where this one is. So, I'm like, all right, well, it's late because it's midnight, so I'll just let this finish downloading and come back the next day. The next day, I go back to play it, and it says. This needs an update. Dude. I'm like, okay. This game has been updated. It's the, whole, yeah. it's the whole fucking game. I'm like, fuck you. That's not an update. So why the fuck did I download it? <laughs> so I'm like, all right, let's restart the download. Then I come back the next night to play it. Got and it goes, not only does it, it never finished the download. It's, it's like at 0%. I'm like, what happened? And it's like, well... Yeah, shit went south, and for some reason it's... So I, I I have to delete the whole file off my hard drive and re-download it from scratch. And then as soon as I finish downloading, it's like, update time. I'm like, why, why didn't you up... <sighs> this game has this as an update every day. So I'm like, okay. I'll play it. I don't know what day this is now. I'll play it tomorrow. So I finally got to play it. Um, it's not a, so I have mixed feelings. Um, when this game was first shown and I, and I'm not kidding, it was like almost a decade ago, uh, they announced it and had a Facebook page and I think they ran a Facebook ad and I saw it and I was like, wow, that's really impressive because it actually did look like gameplay. It didn't look like, um, those, those like really bad hey, this is a game that we're making, except that this is clearly all just, like, CG. Oh, yeah, you can tell. Render from, like, first person, because the motion of the character doesn't look right. It's too uh, smooth. No one's actually playing it. So I'm like, okay. So uh, I'm like, this is interesting. I'm going to follow it. So I followed it for close to a decade, um, and I just assumed it wasn't coming out, because the stuff they kept showing you were these gray rooms where you're fighting, like, floating robots and... And uh, not mustachioed robots. I don't know when that came into effect, but um, there's a lot of mustaches in this game. 
There is a lot um, of mustaches in it. I am liking the game. I have... I don't love the combat. Same. The robots being able to knock you over and you having to dodge it when there's more than one robot, it's not fun. Um, I don't... There's a reason... I get that they have the upgrade trees and stuff, and and you can modify the guns, but there's generally a reason why you don't do that type of thing. I get that this game is very linear right now, um, the first facility, but, like, that's so you can actually manage... Because you don't just manage your, like... Uh, your upgrades on your weapons, you have to manage ammo, too. So it's like, the reason why they don't usually do that in first-person shooters, which this game does enough of where I'm like, well, you're a first-person shooter. Uh, as much as you may want to be like, well, we're an RPG, too. It's, you know, you're a first-person shooter first. Um, like, I can't build my character around just melee. Can't. So, um, it's... It's a little rough that way, but otherwise, I like the exploration. The other thing, uh, the, I, so, so combat's my one complaint. When I'm fighting robots that aren't humanoids, like when I'm fighting the um, the flying robots, the game feels good. And if I have only one humanoid robot, I'm not, I don't have an issue. But as soon as there's two, I'm like, this is, we're, we're, we're moving into the not fun territory where I have to heal after this because like, the shotgun can only hold four rounds, and I don't have any pistol ammo, and the pistol's not going to do as much damage anyway. So what I'm, um, the other thing is, is like, boy, they clearly want to have a bit of that feeling that, and the last example I can think of is Prey. You know, the the um, immersive sim. They have a lot of terminals. Boy, none of it's interesting. Yeah, I started skipping those about halfway through the like, game. Like, there's... I thought maybe if I read these, they'll give me a lock combination or something like that. Yeah. Um, because they, they reference... They reference... Uh, uh, I can't remember what the lock combination is um, for, that everybody uses. There's, like, a specific... Com- uh, 451... Yeah, zero four five one or something yeah, like that. Zero four five one is referenced in the introduction sequence. That well, that's yeah. a thing that immersive sims do as a throwback to like Deus Ex, System Shock, because that's where that that was I think the code for that office or something like that. That might be an urban myth, but like that was a number that was used in immersive sims to kind of like throwback to the people that started that genre, like that. RPG first-person shooter experience. So to like throw that out there, I'm like, well, I'm gonna have to read the terminals, and like, it is just like it is boring. It's not well done. Like that's I think the biggest complaint I have with this game. I don't care about the story at all. I just don't. None of this is bad guy robots crazy gun. Like the die. I, I hate bringing up the horny refrigerator. Um. But, um, like, the dialogue between her and 
the main character or the people that you're reading their minds of because of the uh, little brain chip thing that they have in. Like, that's interesting. Skip all the tertiary shit. I do not care about 90% of this. Like, it just, like, it doesn't feel like it's building up to anything. It's like, bad guy turned robots bad. Go after him. Oh, and here's all this other stuff that you might want to know. No, I don't. I don't care. Like, they built robots in this facility. I got it. So, it, it's it's a very good game. Uh, that's, you know, it, my my complaints are, are minor uh, for the most part. But the combat does go i just go okay all right let's let's try to crowd control robots that sprint full speed at you um and then uh yeah just the lore is is like you wrote a lot i wouldn't have i ain't reading this too long didn't read um and that's kind of it for me i haven't really played a lot so yeah it's when i so when i first got into the uh the first room that has a terminal, it's got that employees section. Yeah. Where there's like bios of a whole bunch of different employees. And I read the first one on the main guy. And then I went to the next one and it's like two sentences. And then I went to the next one and it's like three sentences. And it's like, okay, yeah, there's really not a whole lot here. I don't have to go through and read all these. And like, why, why have that? You know what I mean? I think I don't, I, I, I don't need to know. I don't need to know these people. Like, to me, it doesn't world build well enough. Like, read a terminal. Like, here's here's the way I'd put it. Like, because because uh, Fallout is, uh, I think, a better comparison than an immersive sim because you can just play Fallout three and four as a shooter if you really wanted to, um, with a little bit of leveling, um, four especially. Uh, read the terminals in a location you go to. And it explains the location. Because no one else can, right? No one's there from pre-war to give you the rundown of what happened here. Um, the problem is, like, I know what's, I know what this facility does. And you're just like, and here's all the people that work here. I could not give less of a shit. Like, Dude, you told me everything before I got here, so now you're like, well, let me explain the lore of this place. Like, I I know. They built robots. The The most interesting conversation that's happened so far with anybody talking about the place was the guy who builds the um, sort of snake robots. Because he, like, gives you a rundown from the beginning of what they were meant for and everything. I'm like, okay, well, this is what you should be telling me about, but instead I'm reading emails that are inconsequential. So, yeah, it, it's a it's a weird focus to have on in this game where I'm like, this is this was extra fluff text. Like, I don't see how this adds to anything. Like, again, that would all be worthwhile if there was something of actual gameplay value in these. So I was always reading them in high detail. Um, but it's it's not a bad game at all like these these complaints are really minor like i ha i i've died but like i can deal with the robots they're just not how mu like for normal? yeah okay i just wanna i i i don't know it's just like here dodge when they're red like dude the wind up animation's so fucking well, quick even 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 the dodge when they're red 
so I've had several situations where they're red and I dodge and it's like the the robot uh heat seeks me in midair. Uh yeah. And like I, I had a situation last night where I was playing it where I dodged actually through a door and the robot came through and hit me anyway. Um, which was kind of a pain in the ass. Yeah, you have to so like I was trying to dodge to the side and you can't almost. You have to like dodge straight back because I think that's the furthest distance you can go. And it's gotcha. like, well now I'm now I'm away from the enemy. So if I'm using my melee weapon, now I'm so far away. Like the dodge cuz yeah, the, car- the the robots do have a follow through for their kick. So they will follow you and they yeah, they heat seek a bit. Like again, it's these it's these really weird quirks where I'm like, you could have cut this. Like Again, to me, I'm playing it and I'm going, this is a very much Half-Life with, like, a, a small crafting system inside. Um, and, yeah, just... Yeah, I don't know. It, it, it's not a bad game. I'm I'm pleased to finally be playing it. Um, there's just some weird quirks where I'm like, I, I, I don't see how... Um how somebody was like these are necessary like it feels like i i need this because other things have it okay yeah that's what i was gonna say i think i think they had a lot of ideas and instead of putting them on the cutting room floor they just kept them yeah like there's literally definitely what it feels like yeah there's like i don't know if you've done them yet but there's like literally like platforming dungeons like zelda like, oh, yeah, and God. puzzle puzzle locks and all that the stuff. The puzzle locks, the yeah. puzzle locks, I like, but then they're immediately followed up with robots, and I'm like, I'd like a because like again, I hate to go back to Half Life, but it really is like I can see how they like. There's a bit of a physics system, you know. They want you to do a bit of puzzle solving, like when you go through Half Life Two, which I think is a better example because it has a physics engine. Um, but even the first Half-Life, they are generally, like, if they have an enemy in a puzzle section, there's, like, one. It's just to keep you on your toes. But most of the time, it's like, here's your puzzle section, here's your platforming section, and then we will get back into the combat, and they're they're not attached. But instead, this game's like, you know, clear the room of enemies and then do the thing. And then as soon as the door opens up, there's more enemies on the other side. And I'm like, I would like a, a, just a slight breather. Um, because then there's moments where there's nothing happening and I'm just going through drawers. Like, Oh, Hey, but there's no puzzles here. It's just me looting. Like, that's a very weird combination, which again, makes sense in like a fallout game. Where, you know, that's a necessity, and I guess it's a necessity in this game, but, like, it fits into kind of what's happening in the game in, in total. Like, is this building clear? Or have I just cleared this room? Because I don't know. Um, like, I know that this this building's not cleared yet because I'm going through it linearly. I don't know. It, there's some weird quirks with this game. Is it bad? God, no. It, it's very well done. Um when there's a set piece, like when the robot throws the person through the glass the first time you run into the robot and you have to kill it, I'm like, that's awesome. Um, 
I liked all the other machines going haywire, but because they're not robots, they don't attack. They just kind of spin in circles. And they have some kill, killed some people, but for the most part, they're just, like, going through their motions, but, like, erratically. Um, but, yeah, it's not it's not a bad game. It's just there's really weird decisions. And, yeah, I think you're right, Ken. I think it's, like, from a decade worth of development, nothing hit the cutting room floor. That That makes more sense. Yeah, the the other weird. So I I'm, I know it's not my turn, but I might as well just jump in and yeah. talk about this game now instead of waiting. Um, the um, so I, I agree with basically everything you said. Um, I I like the game. Um, it does feel to me like a game that's been in development for a very long time. And like Ken said, they just had a whole bunch of ideas, and instead of scrapping some of them, they just kept them. Um, the there's like weird i don't even know how to describe it quirks about the game i guess is what i would say so for example i bought um the cryo blast like upgrade thing uh and it wouldn't let me use it 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 said on the screen that i could hit up on the d-pad it looked like to use it no that's to switch well, it so, yeah okay well hold on so I bought the thing. It says up on the D-pad. I press up on the D-pad. Nothing happens. Um, I press up on the D-pad. Nothing happens. So I got all the way through a section, got to the next upgrade point, and realized that if I, it gives you, when you press install, it gives you two options, like left or right on the D-pad, where you can put it. If I put it in the first one, I can actually use it by pressing the left bumper button. But if I put it in the second one, it just gives me that prompt with up on the D-pad, and I can't ever get to it. Yeah, I I don't know. I saw a video of somebody playing this, and, like, they can use... Because you can equip two powers at some right. point. Um, like, they can use them by two buttons, whereas on the console, you have to press up to swap between them. So I think it's just, like, a bug with the UI. Yeah, I, well, and I, I think... You know, up to swap between them must only work when you have two extra powers installed. Yeah, if you have one extra power installed and you install it into the second slot, which I did unknowingly, you just can't use it. You have to switch it to the other one. Yeah, I think that's Um, a bug. Yeah, so it that that was that was um, a little bit frustrating. I so I agree, and I I like the atmosphere of the game. I can't stand the dialogue. I can't like yeah, it's... the main character dialogue. I just can't stand it. Yeah, silent um, protagonist goes a far away. You're right. Yeah, that is... and I, I, I think the critters, Crispy critters, <laughs> um, cringy. I, it's it's you know that's the thing that um, I don't know. Sometimes it feels like they learned. Well, so here's a couple things I'm going to say. Number one, it does feel like Bioshock to me, but it feels more like Bioshock Infinite than Bioshock Original. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, Down to the intro. The intro yeah. is very infinite. Yeah. yeah. And um, uh, and if you remember, one of the most criticized things about Bioshock Infinite was the combat, and I, it's the same thing here for me. I, I, the combat is is tough, um, but it, it feels sometimes like they learned the lo- the wrong lessons from Bioshock. Some of the right ones, but some of the wrong ones too. And um, the 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 notion that, like you said, there has to be um, you know, a whole bunch of, of dialogue hidden behind the tickers or whatever they call them. 
um, is a lesson they learned from Bioshock, but none of it, like you said, is very interesting. The main character, uh, his dialogue is is just awful. Um, it's it's like forespoken awful. You no, know, it's worse than forespoken. It, you're probably for, right. Yeah, at least forespoken. Uh, it's a character from our world that's brought somewhere else. So her response, like those, the the cutscene that people showed, the, there was like a where she tells the thing that talks to her to shut the fuck up or whatever. I was like, I don't know. That felt like it was acted well. And part of this feels like, I don't know, they were were trying to write Duke Nukem, but like through the translation process that was lost or something. Like, I'm wondering, because I can't speak Russian. I'm wondering if I switched the dialogue, would it sound like, at least sound like the character is, is cool. Yeah, <laughs> and not I, a loser. Like I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it's 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 definitely Damn, it's definitely really strange. Have it. <laughs> and he's like, this game is this game is really good though. But yeah, it is. It is. Okay. It is. But, I love the game. Well, I you know I understand the complaints. I get them totally. But like, no, I, I fucking like, loved it. I have complaints too. I was just kind of waiting for what? like double dutch. I'm over here waiting for it to have to jump in. But yeah, <laughs> I yeah. But go ahead, Anthony. What were you saying? I was gonna say the the. Look at how I talk about this game, though. Like, clearly I give a shit where this game fails. That's always my, my issue with people that don't understand, like, complaints. When when people complain about something a lot, or, or at least are going into detail things they don't like, generally that's because they give a shit. Uh, Shadow Warrior 3 gave me nothing, and I was immediately like, I'm done with this. <laughs> like, my complaints were a, less than a minute. Yeah, glitchy doesn't work, fuck it. Uh, all right, clearly I'm not going to invest in getting that to work. Like, I had download issues, which you don't necessarily put on Atomic Heart. That's a multitude of factors. Um, but, like, when this game is good, it's amazing. The atmosphere's perfect. The, um, the, the There's some really interesting, like, world-building through the environment and stuff. And then it's like... Hey, it's time for combat. By the way, these robots knock you down, and there's always an animation, and it's annoying. And now there's two of them, and you don't have enough shotgun shells, and the shotgun really doesn't do enough damage until you upgrade it to make it worthwhile. Um, and if you're using melee, have fun. Also, here's all these terminals that you can read, but we really didn't put the same amount of effort into this as we did. A certain dialogue. Also, there's just way too much dialogue, so like clearly it's showing its cracks there. Like that's another thing too. All these games that they're kind of aping from don't have dialogue every like three minutes. Right. There's almost too much dialogue. Like I can't get away from my. I can't get into the zone of playing as this character because he will start talking to his fucking glove. I will. It's like Jesus Christ. You know, like Booker using Bioshock Infinite. And Elizabeth are together the entire game for the most part, and there is less dialogue between them. I'm not even out of the first facility. There's less dialogue between Booker and Elizabeth than there are between uh, Dickhead McGee. I can't remember his name. E3. Stupid. E3. And then the fucking glove. Charles. Charles. Yeah. So I will tell you, P3, Charles, and the ballerinas. It all pays off. I'm sure it does. Look, there the the 
every time I run into the fridge and uh, oh fuck Nora, starts, Nora can go to hell. I hate that thing. I, every she, time I get to a fridge and it's can not you her, not can you not can you not kill people? And then it's like oh, but I was so lonely, and it's just like you like at least the main character realizes like I fucking don't like this either. Like clearly, this is a joke on the player of how annoying this is. Yeah, a, a lot of the also, where was are not where hard. was the where was yes uh, where was the uh, conversation and what women should look like wh- uh, without the fridge? Come on, that dude was using like <laughs> look at these robots. Yeah, uh huh. Where's the fridge in that, buddy? The fridge is yeah, so... the fridge is curvy. Creepy, yeah. creepy, creepy, creepy dude on Twitter. The the last comment I'll make about the game is that I also I'm in, I'm enjoying the game so far. It does I do like the parts that remind me of Bioshock because I love the Bioshock games. Um, but I just feel like the things I have problems with, like combat and the dialogue, there's too much of them. Like there's too much of the things that I have I'm having problems with currently. Um, if if the game had less combat and less dialogue, then I probably wouldn't care as much that it's kind of busted. Um, but there's so much of it. I will uh, I will give you a, a tip, and I know nobody on this podcast likes to hear this. Shot the difficulty down to easy, the combat becomes less of a chore. Yeah, that's I'm, I'm about I'm about to do that just to because the 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 I'm I'm actually so I I am. I think a little more invested in the lore than Anthony is. Um, I, I'm, I'm enjoying what I've seen of it so far. Uh, and I, I, the environments are cool. Um, but man, I'm, every time I see a, a robot that I have to do battle with, it's like, fuck, man, I don't want to deal with this right now. Yeah, uh, I, I skip past a lot of them in the open world. I, <clears throat> I run past most of them in the open did world. You, did you get caught by one of the cameras yet? Yeah, I just yeah. I just run past. Uh, I literally just I just book it. I don't care. I get I, in the car in the open world and go. I just don't care. I um, I do. I, I, <clears throat> you know what? I maybe it was a little too hard on lore. I like the lore when it feels necessary. Like you're just saying, oh, there's too much of it. Y- yeah, you know what? You're yeah, right. It's same, you're, it's you're, you nailed it. There's the same too complaint. much of everything. Yeah, and it's, it's just like too it too much feels of going unfocused. through drawers. That's the the. Yeah. the the game in general feels like it could have used an editor. Um, and I, I think, Ken, you probably nailed it, that it part of this is, uh, and we see it all the time with games that are in development for a really long time, is somebody has what they think is a good idea six years ago, and it never makes its way out of the final game. Yeah. Uh, and so you end up with a game that kind of feels a little bit unfocused um, and has a little bit too much of everything. And I think the unfortunate thing about this game is a couple of the things that it has too much of one being dialogue and the other being, uh, combat just aren't, don't feel that great anyway, at least from my perspective. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's a game I'm going to keep playing. I don't want to sound like I think the game sucks. Um, but it's definitely, uh, it definitely has its problems be honest with you and this is just my opinion the way you guys are talking makes me not want to play this game you should have been you on last week it. you should have been on last week because i was i gave it a nine i love that <laughs> i love fucking love the game i i understand that but th- so there there's three major things about a video game that some people will find important and some people won't find important and that is graphics 
story, and gameplay. And people take whatever they want from those three, and they choose which one is more important to them. And it sounded to me like the graphics and the story are good, while the gameplay is middling. The most important thing to me is the gameplay. And if the gameplay is not fun, I don't know if I want to play this game. Yeah, that's where I'm in disagreement with them, is I, I love the gameplay. I love the combat once I got accustomed to it, and I bumped it down to easy. Because you're right, on normal, it's frustrating as shit. My, There's too much of it. That's bad game design. That's bad game design. I, I, that that oh, may here's, be, here's the thing, but Drew. I still have fun. Here's the thing, Drew. The Another comparison, I apologize, but like clearly this is a game where I can see where it sources all of its parts. Which is not... Not a compliment and not a not a uh, insult. It's just true. I can see where they've I'm lifting this from here and I'm lifting that from there and all this stuff. Um, I loved the new Prey, even though it wasn't a sequel to the better Prey. Um, and that new Prey starts off and it is very difficult, and eventually there is a but it is open world and it gives you a lot of ways to deal with the issue um, because there's multiple skill trees and there's multiple ways of getting around and sneaking and, and hacking and all this stuff. This game doesn't have that option. So when I see the skill tree and it's like, well, when I unlock that combat's going to change well, that's great, but again, this first area, and and I know it opens up, but the first area is very linear, which leads me to the, like, well, I needed more time doing something else so I could figure out how I want to play this game, because they're talking about polymer bullets, and they're talking about, like, uh, setting stuff on fire, and and it's like, these are really cool mechanics that I can't engage with right now. So, like, you are... You had to build a combat system that could take this into account, but there's really there's not a sneak element to this game, really. They um, say there is, but I never yeah, used it. Yeah, I've 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 it's, I've killed one enemy by sneaking up on them. Two, yeah, maybe. It's, it's not. It's not. Uh, it's not very good. No. The sneak mechanic is not very good. So it's like, you know, I can see how the combat gets better. But I think they balanced combat around the ideas that you're going to be kind of juggling these effects, right? Like, kind of like Bioshock in the sense that, like, oh, they're in the water, I shock them, and then I pull out a gun and deal with the stragglers, and if anybody comes out of that water, I can hit them with a different power and all this stuff, which in the first game is very rough, because it's old. Um, but, you know, when, again, like, that stuff is locked out in a linear game, it's like... Okay, it's it's worth it's worth go- trying, Drew. Like I, again, these are complaints about a game I am liking. I I do not dislike this game, but there are complaints where I'm like, this game. I can see the point where this game goes from seven point five, a uh, light eight for me, to like a ten if these small things were just cut down on even a little bit. Did you? Are you all scanning the enemies to see their weaknesses? Yeah, I've scanned a few. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the, the, there's a lot in that when you scan it, and it's also very helpful you know what, for exploring. You know when it's you know when it's great though, Ken. 
where it's like, hey, it's week to this. I can't. What am I doing with that information right now? <laughs> I can't upgrade my guns. Any no, further. no. But when you run into them again, because there is there is like only a handful of different enemy types, and you will see them regularly throughout but the game. The shotgun does more damage now, which yes. is nice because it's a fucking shotgun, and it should have just done a lot of damage at point blank range, anyways. Have like, you even figured a... out how to how to add um, canisters to your gun? No. <laughs> No, it's I, a pain I in the either. ass. But I will tell you: hold down the X button if you're playing on Xbox, pull up the weapon wheel, and scroll over to the cartridge slot, and you can pop it in. Oh my fucking it's, god! It's terrible. It never. It took. I was halfway through the game before I realized you could hold the X button to bring up the weapon wheel. <laughs> oh, I knew that. Oh, it, yeah, it tells you that. I must have missed it, but yeah, hold it down and then cycle over to the shotgun, and you can install a cartridge as long as you have it in your inventory. Yeah. Okay. That makes, uh, yeah. But it's like, hey, do you want to upgrade this? Oh, well, we have to take away all the upgrades and we'll refund you. No, don't refund me. I want to switch and then keep the other stuff too. Like, wait. Ah. Like, this is, I think, this team's first game, which is impressive. Yes, this is their first game. Like, um, amazingly impressive. So it's like, hey, in Atomic Heart 2, cut down on some of this shit. Atomic Heart well, I 2 coming see... 2030? Yeah, yeah, I know. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love the game. Anyways, I, I, know, I, I know Terrence, I, uh, he hasn't said a word, but I think he liked it too. I, mean, <laughs> I did. Um, I, it, it, well, Speak up! Like, oh my god. You're so I, quiet, like I can barely hear you. Yeah. That's why, that's why I haven't said a word. Because I've actually been talking, but it's not coming out. Can you hear me now? Nope. It's very quiet. Yeah. This is what this is what happens. What about now? Can you hear me now? Better. <laughs> Better, yeah. Oh my god. There are times when you sound fine. I don't know what you're doing when you sound and fine. And then it sounds like you're down the hallway. That's what I'm saying. I'm not doing anything. I don't understand why it's like flipping out. Like, I don't is it fine now? No. Nope. No. Okay. Let's skip me, because I'm having like. Go ahead. I'll just just go ahead. Keep. I'm I think you, the game. I mean, I think I you mean, need to go back to your you headset well that, was, that was echoing, because I I think that was better. Even even with uh, the minor echo, like you sounded better. I got you. All right. Well, just skip me. I'm gonna mute myself and I'll re reconfigure this. All right. Let me know when it's okay, back. Okay. Well, up. when you when you when you come back, it's probably your turn, anyways. Unless we're going to Ryan first. We can do that. We can do. We can do that while he fixes right. his headset. We can. We can switch right. over to Ryan. I love. I love PC right. audio. Let me tell you. Yeah. Um. Okay. So uh, we already talked about Atomic Heart. I won't go into that more. Um. Other than to say that I. So Drew. I I probably fall. Um. I, I pr- I'm probably of the three people that have talked the lowest on the game right now, um, but I still think it's I still think it's good and probably worth playing. Um, but I'm gonna get through um, this, you know, sort of I'll g- get through to the open world and then figure out if it's something that I want to continue playing or not. I'm gonna be real uh, honest with you. I, I know you probably heard me talk about it. The open world is such a secondary option. It it, it literally just feels like a travel mechanic. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm using it more. I'm using it more as a gauge that I've played enough to make a decision about the game. Yeah. Uh, than than anything else, because um, I do. Um, again, I loved the Bioshock games, and so I'm intrigued by where this game is going. Um, but the you know, as I mentioned, the the combat is a turn off to me, um, and I bump the game down to easy. So we'll we'll try that. Um, and the the di- the main character's character uh, is also a turn off to me, but <laughs> oh, we'll be three. <laughs> we'll give it a we'll give it a, a a little while and see how I feel. Um, I also played uh, Mountain Blade uh, Bannerlord. Oh, the one that went up on Game Pass this week. Yeah. Okay. And so I've played Mountain Blade before on PC or banned, and- I guess. Yes. And um I I don't know. <laughs> the I don't I don't feel like the combat makes a super smooth transition from PC to console. Um I think, you know, for for everybody who doesn't know that's the combat and the blocking and everything is very directional in Mountain Blade. So you can attack from the left, you can attack from the right, you can attack from overhead or you can sort of stab um and uh i don't feel like the control system made the uh the leap from pc to console all that well uh so on on pc it's very much dependent on the direction your mouse is moving when you attack um and in this it's you you have to to defend you have to sort of hit the left trigger and a direction on the right stick to defend the right direction um, but the right stick also controls the camera, and so it's the same way with attacks. You hit the right trigger and say up to attack with an overhead. But since the right stick also controls the camera, sometimes that means the camera pans way up when you attack, uh, and it gets a little disorienting. So that's another one that I'm going to have to play a little bit more to decide if I'm going to stick with it. I feel like... Um, uh, and it, this isn't going to come to a surprise or come as a surprise to the people that listen to this podcast, but I think chivalry has a much better control scheme for a similar concept uh, than, than mountain blade has, um, you know, even for honor who, which has kind of a, another similar control scheme to that pulls it off better uh, than, than mountain blade. But you know the game has a lot of it's very deep it's got a lot of other stuff to do so i'm going to uh i'm going to keep giving it a shot but um i'm not super sold on the way it controls so far is is terrence back cuz i know he played it too not recently but I, i'm pretty sure he played it before he is not but i will ask a okay. question is this he, he's kind of back he's kind okay, of back. oh you sound okay. good I, now what's up uh, yeah well i can echo in myself well it's fine um yeah so you're absolutely right cuz i heard your whole thing as i was fiddling with stuff and i was like i was like man he's telling the truth you didn't hear me don't, but don't, people upstairs don't, did don't don't fiddle with yourself on the podcast thing you did it again <laughs> yeah i don't want man Y'all could just let some go by. Nope. Like you could just let it fly by. Like we ain't got to do this. But anyways, you're absolutely right, Ryan. It's uh, because I reviewed it. It's I wanted to love it because you know I love chivalry too. Which again, I, I love how you're like the chivalry two prophet. Like you keep every podcast, you telling everybody like, hey, we could be playing this, and y'all wouldn't be frustrated. Be. Yep, that's true. 
But yeah, Chivalry 2 was great. But yeah, I, I wanted to love it because I like Chivalry 2. But yeah, it's I, I think because the controls didn't transfer from PC to console well, it just, combat is not, it's not fun. It's yep. not fun. Like some of the world building and stuff that you can do to kind of build up your clan and different stuff is kind of cool, but combat is just a chore. Yeah, it's got, <laughs> it's got, um, um, the the character creation is a real throwback. Um, it reminds me a lot of Morrowind's character creation and a lot of the yeah. old Dungeons and Dragons uh, games character creation. Where um, you know, so in Morrowind and in the Dungeons and Dragons game uh, or games, some of the older ones, when you're building your character, you can answer questions to build your character. So, like you know, you see uh, uh, you know a person stealing bread. Uh, in order to uh, uh, <laughs> to feed their family, what do you do? And you answer a question, and that determines you know how many skill points you have in a different section. And with Morrowind, it's kind of the same thing. Um, this game, instead of that, you have you basically um, pick your lineage. So like you you say what your parents did for a living, and that determines your skills. You you pick an experience you had when you were a young child, when you were a little bit older, when you were a little bit older, when you were a little bit older, when you were adult, and then right when, uh, right before the game starts, basically, um, what what happened to you, and those build your skills instead of just picking them from a menu. So I do like that a lot. Um, yeah. The game the game if it's anything like Warband, I'm confident that it does a lot of other things well. Uh, but yeah, I mean the the controls just really turned me off for sure. Yeah, it was um, unfortunate because I liked the other stuff about it. Yep. Um, sorry, is this an RPG or is it like a multiplayer game too? Like I I I don't know anything about the series. I don't know that it has. I don't know if the console version has a multiplayer component. It does. Um, does it? Yeah, but it's. It's mainly a RPG, but it does oh, okay. have the multiplayer component. And yeah, it... and it's it's got strategy elements to it too, Anthony. Mm-hmm. So okay. and like community building and stuff like that. Is it um, a fantasy game or is it more like just medieval? Uh it's it's more medieval. Okay. Yeah, it's kind of about a, an empire that breaks apart, and you play as a different faction within the old empire. Um, but yeah, it's, it, if, man, if it controlled better, I would say you should definitely check it out, but it's tough to recommend with the way it controls. Um, other than that, I mentioned already that I started playing Diablo 2. Um, I got, I think I mentioned on the show before that they were doing a sale on Switch where you could get Diablo 2 Resurrected and Diablo 3 for 20 bucks. Um, and combined so yeah so Which, and i had been did you i had been waiting to get diablo 3 on the switch for a long time and it almost never went on sale and even when it did it would go on sale for 30 bucks did you so see to be that, able to buy both for 20 was awesome yeah Sorry. did you see that both no no it's fine did you see that both the separate ones are more money than the bundle too yeah does that make any fucking sense? I don't. I don't understand it. But yeah, I'm glad. Um, I'm glad that the bundle was on sale because I had been wanting to try. As I mentioned before, I played Diablo 2 on PC back when it first came out. Um, I never finished it um, because it was during a time period in my life when most of my PC gaming happened at the uh, the game store that a friend of mine ran while I was working, and so I kind of bounced around to a lot of stuff. Um, but the um 
uh, but I enjoyed it a lot. And so I was really looking forward to checking out Resurrected. So I was glad that was included in there. And I was basically able to get both of them for 10 bucks each. Um, cause I did play a lot of Diablo three on PlayStation. Um, but, um, I never, I never finished that either. So uh, I'm, I'm glad to be able to go through and, uh, play both of those games now, but I, I'm enjoying Diablo two. When I played it back in the day, I was a barbarian. And when I beat the first one, I beat it as a warrior. So, um, I decided to try Paladin this time and which is what I play on Diablo three on PlayStation. Um, and, uh, uh, I'm digging it so far. Drew has given me the, the ultimate build. So now I'm going to follow his build guide. Is your, um, your yep. It's been, uh, it's been since Elden Ring, since I followed a build guide or, a, um, a, a fact to tell me what I should do to, to be ready for specific challenges. So I'm excited. I, I enjoy that stuff. So, um, I like, like following as weird as it sounds. I like following guides and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to playing some more of that, and eventually the third one too. Once I, I want to finish the second one first. Um, and then let's see. I don't remember if I've been on the show since um, I finished Hi-Fi Rush. Um, but I finished. It's hard. It it gets crossed up. I forget what I told you guys on the podcast and what I told you guys in the Discord. But um, I uh, uh, finished Hi-Fi Rush and. Man, the back half of that game is so freaking awesome. Uh, and the last two bosses in particular are just really, really great. The second to last boss is uh, tremendous, both in design, in the music that's in the boss fight, in the boss fight itself, the environments that the boss fight takes place in. It's um, And there's a lot of subtle references in it as well, um, which are, are really fun. So... Um, that yeah, that game is amazing. If you haven't played it yet, you should definitely play it. The only negative that I'm going to say about that game is that the post-game content is kind of a pain in the ass to get to, um, and it. Uh, how do I want to? I'm trying to. I'm trying to explain it without spoilers. Um, the the um, there's post-game content that exists within each of the levels that you play. Um, so when you get to the post game, uh, you have to play back through. It's usually between, I'd say probably 65 and 75% of the level to get to where the, the post game content is sort of located. Um, and you can, it, it is possible to get all the way back through the level, get to the post-game content, and not have the um, appropriate skills to be able to actually do the post-game content. So that's a little bit frustrating, uh, but not. it's definitely not a deal-breaker. Um, the game, even without that content, is um, tremendous, and it reminds me of a Dreamcast game in the best ways possible. So, And it's on Game Pass, so everybody yeah. should play it. I think that'll be the next game that I finish. Like I said, I'm probably maybe five to six hours in. I'm on my way to Corsica. Yeah, I'd say if you're on your way to Corsica, you're you're probably sixty percent. Uh, at what level? Or do you remember what level number you're on? I can't six remember what level seven. number. Six I think it's yeah. Seven. So you're about you're a little over halfway through. There's twelve total. Okay. So you're a little over halfway through. That game is um, cool. 
Oh, it's awesome. Yeah, it's really great. And I hope that they I hope that they make a sequel. Um and then let's see. I played a lot of NBA two K twenty three. Um I like what they did with my career this year. You don't have the like silly overdramatic story where you're sitting on a bench while your dead friend talks to you. Um Fight the, joint. Yeah, it's a it's a much um it's a much more grounded and realistic sort of story. Uh and uh the only thing that I don't like well, it's not the only thing. There's a couple things I don't like. Um one of the things I don't like is the freaking city. I am tired of the city. I hate the city. I wish they'd do away with the city. Uh it is slow as hell to get around so that they can convince you to earn or buy virtual currency so that you can buy faster ways to get around the city. Um, even when they give you a skateboard to get around the city, the skateboard's slow as hell too. Um, the There are some challenges and stuff like the quests, I guess. So one of the, the, one of the like quests that you can do is uh, you meet up with these guys that own a skateboard shop, and apparently your player is a big skateboarder. And so they give you a skateboard, and you can do tricks and grind rails and stuff, and the controls are awful. Um, so you're like trying to complete this quest by grinding rails and doing tricks, and it's just the most bare bones ass tacked on skateboard stuff that you've ever seen. Um, the, uh, there's way, there's way too many like quests and online, uh, tournaments and stuff like that to do. And I'm sure for some people it's a blast, but I really wish they would disconnect my career from this sort of my player city, thing and just make them two separate modes so that the people who want to just you know play street ball games with other people online and build up their characters and you know venture around the city and all that stuff can do that and the people who want to play a more straightforward career can do that because it it um i i it's like you got your you got your peanut butter in my jelly and i'm not really i'm not really feeling it I I so, have to ask how many when you're walking around the city how much of it's fucking advertisements. Uh there's a lot. I mean there's a lot of product yeah. placement in this game. I mean one of the quests is to go meet Jake from State Farm. So Oh, it, they stay the yeah. State Farm. Back. Oh my yes. god. I was going to jokingly ask if State Farm was back. Yeah, oh. and so Nike and Jordan and Adidas and Puma and um, New Balance are all represented in the game. They all have physical store locations in the city. Um, there, you know, Gatorade is obviously a huge. Uh, it's plastered everywhere, and the like. The you can buy optional upgrades before games that are Gatorade themed <laughs> upgrades. Um, you have steroids in your Gatorade. Get out there, champ! It's uh, yeah. It's I mean. It's product placement city all and, over the place. And that's why I'm irritated by the fact, more than anything, that they're like, also, could we have some money from you? Well, so that's that gets me to my biggest criticism with the game, is that um, the when you start your My Career, and just to give you kind of the overview, because it does tie in, the story for the My Career is that 
your character gets drafted 18th overall and a potential superstar player gets drafted 19th overall. And so the story is that most of the fan base in the city that you got drafted to is pissed that they drafted you instead of this other player. And so you have to try to basically win the respect of not only the fans in the city, but also like local businesses and stuff, uh, because everybody's pissed that you got drafted instead of the other guy. And basically you got drafted because of your leadership ability and the other player is like a natural athlete essentially is the, is the story. And so I can understand your character not being like an 80 overall with that story, but you start the career as a 60 overall. And there is not a, a place in the world where a guy who is 60 overall or the equivalent of 60 overall is going to get drafted in the top 20 in the NBA draft. It's just, it's not going to happen. And so to build your character up, you have to spend my points uh, or you have to spend the virtual currency. Basically my points are separate. That helps you build up sort of your attribute cap, but to, to level up, you have to spend the virtual currency and you earn depending on how well you play, probably between a thousand and 1500 um, virtual currency every game. Um, and that'll let you level up at the lower levels, probably three, three bips on an individual attribute across 18, 19. Um, so it takes a long time to get your character up to anything reasonable. I think I've played 25 games so far, and my character is now a 66 or 67 overall. Um, and that's what doing a lot of the side quests where you can get some, uh, some virtual currency. So I think I've read online that if you wanted to level up your, your character to 99, it would cost you around 200 bucks in real money, uh, to buy the virtual currency that would get you there. And it's just ridiculous. Like the, the, um, I think MLB, the show is the first game I remember that tied uh, the same. I think it was. I think it was the show. It was one of the ones on PlayStation Three. Um, it tied the same currency that you use to upgrade your character's attributes. You could buy it, um, and that was sort of the downhill slope. And the 2K games have just absolutely leaned into that concept. And it's everywhere in their games. Um, it's, the, you know, you if you want to level up your character and you don't want to grind like it's, you know, Dragon Quest, you're going you're gonna to have to spend money. And I refuse to do so. So um, that, of course, translates into it being much more difficult to make shots, um, it affects how quickly your character goes up for a layup. So when you press the button to go up for a layup, it affects how quickly your character actually gets up off the ground and makes the layup, which increases the likelihood you're going to get blocked. Um, it's de it definitely has an on-court impact. You can't just, um, you can, I guess, to an extent, play through it, quote-unquote. Um, but it, it's definitely going to affect 
how your how your player controls on the court, which is kind of lame. Uh, that I'm, sounds it's, like it's garbage. Not, let me say that it's not lame that your overall rating controls how your character plays on the court. That I perfectly get, and it's like that in every sports game that's ever existed. That's a good thing, because when you get better, you want to be able to play better. But what sucks is how long it takes to get your character good if you don't want to spend the money. Um, and I, so that's why I will say good things about the way the show does it now, where it's more like the Morrowind or Skyrim. Uh, the more you do something, the more you level up in it uh, sort of path. Yeah. Um, whereas in in 2K23, Terrence, I think you said that you're that basically that's what your son asks for as payment for chores, right? Is virtual currency? Yep. yep. Virtual currency. Yeah. So oh, it's so much of that. Oh my god. Yeah. It, it's they've definitely 2K has definitely jumped the shark in terms yeah. of using that as a way to level up your career player. Um, the good news for me is that I like the gameplay enough. That uh, and I'm used to and I'm used to it enough now that I can play the way I want to play, even though my character is only a 67 overall. Um, but there are definitely times where um, you have to play the game a different way, is what I'll say, because there are definitely times where I'll take a lightly contested shot from mid range, and if my shot timing is just outside of green, I'm missing that shot. If I'm wide open, I might make it if I'm just outside of green, but otherwise you almost have to be, you almost have to have excellent shot timing every time if you want a good chance of making a basket. Um, and it, it does get frustrating after a while. So yeah, that's, that, those are my criticisms of the game. The on-court basketball is fantastic. Um, mm -hmm. Like it, it's, it, the game plays very well and it, your teammates behave the way you would expect AI controlled teammates to behave. Um, it's just the virtual currency stuff that really kind of pisses me off about the whole experience. And I'm glad I only paid because of that. I'm glad I only paid 20 bucks for the game and didn't pay full price for it. So I won't buy, um, I won't buy 2k sports games for full price, uh, because of that, uh, virtual currency scam. And I'm sure it'll be in WWE when that comes out in a couple months too, because it was in the last will. one. Of course. Wait, it really? Will. What yeah. do they have you paying for in that? Like costume? attribute, you can you can buy attributes for your creative wrestlers uh, with virtual currency. You can also buy wrestlers like on the like like secret wrestlers and legend wrestlers and stuff. With virtual Battlegrounds currency. did it the best because they put the the characters you could buy in like clamshells. Yeah, yeah, I like that game. Yeah, yeah. that was cool. Like, and you open it, and then there's your wrestler. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and yep. I, I'm sure because. The, so I say all this about 2K. That game brings in a massive amount of revenue from all that virtual currency. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, I, I posted in the Discord the other day that the the dialogue uh, has completely flipped among the community. And instead of it being, it's ridiculous that I should be expected to pay more real money to level my character up in a reasonable way, the dialogue has turned to... It would be great if I only had to spend thirty dollars on virtual currency to get my character to max level instead of two hundred. <laughs> and because what? of that, it's never going away. No, no, no. Wow. They've got they've got the 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 numbers. They know people are going to pay. Yeah, hundred percent. Yep. 
So it, um, it ain't going and, away. But you better believe they'll still re- release an NBA 2K24 and an NBA 2K25 instead of just NBA 2K as the platform, right? Because they want you to start all over again every year. Which is weird because the same parent company has just released Grand Theft Auto Five, like just shark <laughs> right. card, shark card, shark card. You know? Yeah. Well, it's it's the I, I am I am I, I wonder how much influence Rockstar has on that because, um, it, like I said, the nice thing for 2K is that you basically have to start over every year. Um, so I'm surprised they haven't tried to do that yet with GTA. Although I know they. At this point, it's been running so long there would be a revolt if they tried to start over. But yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, sorry that went a little long, but I haven't been on the show in a while, so um, trying to think if there's anything else. Just quickly, the reason why it doesn't happen, like it does happen in GTA, it just doesn't happen the same way, right? They're like, oh well, here's the new luxury car. It costs a fuck ton. Right, they yeah. do that every but, update. They put out this new car, like they have a jet yeah, bike. Yeah, that's now. true. They do that. Yep, right? that is so true. They, they they have to do it in a different way because that's and that's how they do it. Like, oh, you you want to be a real baller? Fucking buy this new apartment. Buy yep. a, you know, and like they, they don't do uh, anything. Yeah, that's, that's how they get car. You. I buy the you, cars though. I ain't gonna lie. I bought the flying DeLorean. Mm-hmm. To tell the See? truth, that car is player. I, they that's, got me. On so that's that. that's how they, but that's how they do it in Grand Theft Auto because well, otherwise, it's not. Grand Theft Auto has just become second life at this point, right? Yeah, it, much. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yes, it is definitely second life. The uh, so you can you can tell in 2K because everything is is under the same virtual currency. So not only does it control your attribute upgrades, but also you use it to buy clothes. Uh, for your character, you use it to buy like the different vehicles you can use to get around the city, and so you can tell the people who have invested a paycheck or two in virtual currency very quickly based on what they're wearing and what they're using to get around the city. Mm-hmm. Um, That's what it's so, for, though, right? Because yeah, it's for them people to, show to be off. stunting in the video game. Yep. It's yeah. a video game. Yeah, and it's I mean it's pay to win it's pay to win in its purest form because oh you, yeah it's it's if you try to play. It you have to be basically perfect to be able to play against a, a level ninety nine mm-hmm. uh, as a level sixty seven, uh, just based on the way the the shot timing works and everything. But anyway, all right. Well, I'll shut up now because I've talked for way too long. All right. Well, I'll move on to Terrence now that he can he can talk. Oh, listen. Every time I unmuted this mic to say something, I was like worried. I'm over here like, oh geez, oh please let it work. Okay, so I'm going to just go real fast and kind of shotgun stuff. Cause, all right, so not to beat the dead horse that is Atomic Heart, but so I I don't have a problem with it. Um, I I like the alt history uh, aspect of it, uh, with the story. Um, the combat, I would have a problem with the combat if I didn't take Ken's advice and just put it on easy to start out with. So listen to y'all complain. I see what I'm missing, and I'm cool on easy. So I will tell y'all this: <laughs> Come on over here to the dark side, brothers, and get on easy. It, it's not that much of a struggle. Like it's it's genuinely not. It's not that bad. Um, but yeah, it, that sounds rough. What y'all was talking about, but yeah, you, you don't have to be as precise with the timing and the different dodges and stuff. So, I, but I'm 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 digging it. I'm not 
you know, the creepy fridge is is creepy. Um, the talking protagonist, it it doesn't actually. He hasn't gotten on my nerves yet to the point where I'm like, man, if this nigga don't shut up, like I'm, he actually is cool. Um, and yeah, so I'm I'm kind of you know stoked to experience more of that game. But this is going to segue into the other game that I was playing, which is Forspoken, because y'all actually brought that up too. Um, I was uh, been playing a lot more of that since I finished up the uh, Hogwarts Legacy review and, and everything. Um, man, if there's a game where they need to tone down the talking, it's in Forspoken. Um, it's it's not even because of Frey's reaction to stuff, because like Anthony had said when I was having issues, um, I, I agree. Her reactions, I think, are are normal. Like, I think people were blowing some of those videos out of proportion. Like, I mean, the girl just went from New York to the land of Narnia and fighting the dragon. Fuck. Yeah, I'm scream something. Shoot. D- 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 Pixie wicks. Like, I mean, my God, you gonna <laughs> say something. <laughs> but, um, the problem is, is it's not even that they that they banter with each other while you're fighting it's that they use the same line over and over and over and over again <laughs> i think there's something and over it, there i think there's something yes. over there <laughs> or or you know you scan an area oh looks like it's clear did you do something to annoy them and then she says her little thing well you know you're the mo-, and they use the same line and so when you're playing this game because i put you know like because I, I was actually playing this while y'all were playing overwatch last night so i put like three hours three four hours into it and by the time i turned it off i was like if this bitch say one more thing about this guff being the door like there's so many lines that they just reuse and that's the problem like i get what they're trying to do like okay they're trying to you know you would you would say something to to whatever point something out or whatever but it's just a frequency at which it happens and i feel like that's maybe what y'all have a problem with in um, Atomic Heart is the frequency of it. Like if they calm down, but some of the conversations he has with Charles are kind of insightful because it's like, oh, okay, so I learned a little more about what's happening in this alt history world. But yeah, but like I, I could I could do with just Charles talking to me. Fair enough. Yeah, I, I, fair enough. Fair enough. And the the protagonist is is fine, but he's a little like um, try hard. <laughs> he does feel try hard. I got you. Yeah, he does. You're right. Because they, they, they were no like trying to, to go for like a Duke Nukem, like a like a a low key, a less offensive. I still love that his Duke. catchphrase is "crispy critters." I don't. I, I'm yeah. apologetic for that. That's hilarious. Every time he says it, <laughs> I, I crack up because he puts it in the most weirdest parts of the conversation when he's complaining about just crispy crispy critters. Cr- like, crispy critters. Maybe one of the cringiest things. I've ever heard really? of video games. I just think it's funny. Oh, I think it's funny. Like, like, I don't think he's on, cool for it. I just think it's funny. But, but here's the thing. They're trying to sell this guy's like, he's military. He knows what... And then he says, crispy critters. And I'm like... <laughs> you dork. I was, if I was in the military with him, friendly fire would happen. <laughs> I mean, he's also I in the military that. in the world where there are porn stash robots. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's um, right. Y'all talked about them. Those are Gary. Anytime I run into those, because I'm like, oh, there's another Gary. And I just run after him. <laughs> I, I, too, don't use the stealth mechanics. I just run at these with uh, <laughs> with my axe or whatever my like, weapon is. Uh, Go ahead, sorry. Crispy Critters. It's, so oh. it's fucking bad, man. I think it's funny. I, it's funny. It's funny in the same sense as, what is a man? Like, yeah, that's just it's, funny. It's melodramatic. But it's, yeah. we're not, we're not. 
we're not in the 90s, guys. I want to be in the 90s. It was a better time. <laughs> 90s was pretty. It's funny because my Marvel Snap, which I also played because I played it every week. My little Marvel Snap little, um, because you can put like a little quote that you unlock on the thing. But I have one that says 90s was the best decade. And that's the one that I rock now because it was. It was. I, I missed the 90s. There ain't no lies. That's because the best Magneto drawings came out in the 90s. Yeah, damn right. I mean, that's I mean that's one of many reasons. Oh, okay. So, what else did I play? Um, Forspoken. Um, I, okay, just real. I, I like the. I still like the combat in Forspoken. I think it's really a lot of fun. Um, it's a lot like Hogwarts Legacy once you unlock stuff. It's about juggling um, the different enemies and stuff. Um, I I don't like the little fish eye effect for the menu screen. Like when you look at the map and look at her skill stuff, and it's like bubbled out. At you. I don't. There's a lot of stuff that they didn't have to do to make it cool. Like the enemies being hidden and some of the foliage is kind of annoying, but it's, I guess like Anthony was talking about, you know, I still like Atomic Heart, but but these problems, I like Forspoken, but these problems. So it's kind of where I'm at. Um, I played some Battlefield, uh, which that actually is, is those patches have really, really helped out that game. Um, it was a lot of fun. Um, I did get some Hi-Fi Rush. I, I just finished the first boss where you had to like deplete his budget i can't remember yeah oh yeah you're not far behind me oh okay okay cool 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 yeah so i just i just finished that part that's where i turned it off um, yeah his name is zonzo right zonzo that's what it was yeah yep um so yeah i'm i'm looking forward to finishing that up especially after ryan gave it all the praise in the world i mean so good yeah I, you seriously just my pusher man out here high five rush and witcher and that's right um, what else did I miss? Oh, I messed with Watch Dogs Legion. I missed the sale because I, I. Oh I, man, that sale was ridiculous. Yeah, I. So I, I thought I don't know why I thought I had got it because I was like, oh, you know what? I'm gonna reinstall this and I'm gonna play out the Aiden Pierce stuff. And I was like, why ain't I got it? And I was like, damn, Ken mentioned it, but I didn't go do it. I totally forgot to get it. So, um, but I didn't never finish that game, so I like restarted it. And that sorry, I, but um, uh, Legion. Legion, yes, Legion. Sorry. Legion yeah. had um a big yeah, sale. Aiden... Oh, like you could get everything, including the Aiden Pierce DLC, for like under twenty dollars. Yeah, it was like it's it comes... twelve dollars, and it comes with the first game. Yes, it also came the with the first game. Yeah, if you didn't own yep. it, which I actually didn't, because my copy was the games with gold version. Uh-huh. So I I now own that game. I guess I don't have enough time because I'm not going to bore everyone with it. Watch Dogs 1 is one of the best games. Oh, yeah. It talks about future, well, current events from, you know, the past um, point of view. Um, And uh, everybody dogged on it. And then we got 2, which was a big joke. And then 3 is just so far out there. Um, Yeah. But but Watch Dogs 1 is, is so fucking smart. And no one gives it credit. I like three That's better my, than my two. Watch Dogs. Oh yeah, so my order goes uh, one Legion, and then at the bottom is two. Two and is two is two is yeah. a two is a good game. It's okay, yeah. Like it plays well. Mm-hmm. I platinum that game, but there's oh, wow. what there's a lot of stuff where I'm like, why is this even here? And and some of that continues into Legion, except that they did force you to go into certain places. For the most part, Watch Dogs 2 can be played with just a little remote control drone that you drive around. 
the RC car, that that yeah. whole game can almost be done with the RC car. I didn't realize that. I could yeah. see it. I, and um, if you got invaded online, you just throw your drone up in the air, switch to the eagle vision option, and you can just see where your enemy is. Yeah, it really broke a lot of the the content that made the first game brilliant, in my opinion. Um, yeah, it yeah. did. I liked the invasions and stuff in the first one. That was always trying to chase them down and figure out who they were and where they was at. That oh, was... when you got somebody panicking and they just started firing randomly into the crowd yes. and then the police would come and you're just like... This is working out in my favor. <laughs> While you just because you're just supposed to sit there, you're not allowed to fire back. You're the yep. invader. I loved it. Good job, man. Yeah. Um. What else? Real quick. Uh. What else did I play? Oh, Dragon Age Inquisition. I picked that. Uh. I picked that up. So I did actually start that back. I guess when it first came out, but I never actually finished it. Um. I am out of the hinterland. Cause that's good. Because as soon as you get out of that, you're you're on your yeah. way. Yeah. <laughs> I am out of the hinterland. Um, I, one of the things that I realized last night about that game that I, I didn't pay attention to is the, um, the like war room council. Like I didn't realize that that board was full of like little missions that you send those people on. Mm-hmm. And then like some of them give you resources and stuff. Like I clearly didn't invest a whole lot of time in this when I played it back in the day. I don't know why, but, um, I'm making up for it. So it's, it's, that's a lot of fun. Um, and then some Midnight Suns because the Venom uh, DLC came out. That also still impresses. Very good game. Um, and then, oh, the last thing I tried because somebody sent an email about this. The Dragon Ball, the Breakers, uh, that it was free this weekend. The Xbox Live, you know, so every time they give you those live free games where they give you, you know, whatever for a weekend to play. And that Breakers game was on there. That's not bad. Um, it it's It's Dragon Ball Z. You know, uh, not Left for Dead. Evolve. Dead by Daylight. Dead by Daylight. Or, well, Evolve. Actually, yeah, it's more like Evolve, except you're not hunting the raider. You just tried to escape. So, yeah, it is It is a lot like Evolve. Um, if, if it had a larger, like, player base, I probably would get it. Because it's on sale right now for, like, 11 bucks. It's normally $20. But, man, it, it took, like, five minutes for a match. And on a free a weekend? Be, That's not yeah. good. Right? Like, and then sometimes it would be, you know, a couple seconds, but most of my weight, because I played it, I played like, you know, five or six matches. I think I'm like level five in it. But yeah, most, more often than not, I was waiting more than four minutes for a match. So I'm not going to buy it, which is sad it didn't pick off because it actually is, it is a lot of fun. Um, I like the little twist that they kind of made with it. And it fits with the Dragon Ball Z thing too. Um, and yeah, that's, uh, that's it. That's all I got. That's what I've been playing. Terrence, quickly question. Uh, we're, are you Ridge get into um Watch Dogs Legion? Did you finish it? No, no, I'm still um oh man, I don't I I don't know precisely where I'm at, but I know I'm so there's I'm a not, part where you I, can I take on like early. three three parts of the uh, do they allow you to choose? I, I thought they remember. did. I think they I thought they I did. think they did. Um there is one of one of those three branches has one of the most uncomfortable science fiction stories. Oh god. In a video game. Oh god. Oh wow. Yeah, okay. Ken knows what I'm talking and about. And I took a uh, selfie with it. <laughs> oh god. Um Okay. It's one of it's one of the most brutal dark twisted things Jesus. I've seen in a video game. It's pretty um, fucked up. 
with especially with this subject a lot of the times the the subject matter that they cover in that one chapter which i won't spoil um is is done in a more positive light and Mm -hmm. it shows you this is the reality of what could happen if that were the case and it is dark and twisted and made me rethink about how i felt about that concept um the rest of that game is mediocre except for like not mediocre but like doesn't hit the same high like that should have been almost the ending um there is a there is a callback to that at the very end and i thought that was well done it's like a a post credits mission that Uh you should do um but uh you know outside of like a really good what this is now um outside of a uh moment where they use they they did it twice they did it in Watch Dogs 2 as well where they use a really good prodigy track for like a fight sequence mm. I was like yeah that was that was killer um but uh yeah it man that 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 one's probably the like Watch Dogs 1 I loved because of all the little dark stories that I was telling but none of them reached the the high of Watch Dogs Legion one of the uh three it has to do with the lady that's working on uh, AI technology. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, I will let you know when I get there. Because, yeah, I'm I'm like like full board kind of back in. You'll know when you get to the out. house. Yeah, when you get I'm to, to when you do the house thing, you'll know. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I like. And this is this is another game where I turned down the difficulty because I, I had recruited a secret agent and I was hyped because she was badass and had like a spy car and, and you stuff. had permanent and de- she got, permadeath. Yeah. Yeah, uh, she got killed, and I was like, "Well, fuck this, and turn that off." <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, don't, I gotta I, find I would never understand one. the appeal of permadeath. Like, eh, nah. Well, see, I fi- well, my whole thing is with with any of these games is I I try, and it's funny because I'm the same way with like when I order food at a restaurant for the first time. I I like to experience it the way it was developed or created, right? So if I don't necessarily like onions i'm gonna have this with onions because they made it with onions so maybe it tastes really good with this so same with the game so the game was made to do the permadeath thing that was you know built into its core when you build up this stuff i just didn't realize how much how attached i was going to become to some of those characters and then lose them over stupid stuff i wasn't even on a mission it was something stupid she got killed so yeah nah turn that up but I'm done. Sorry, I talked long. I apologize. All right, I'll, I will literally shotgun this stuff because I don't have a lot to say that we haven't already talked about. Uh, but I did play the Wizard game that shall not be named or whatever. whatever. <laughs> that game is really good. I ain't gonna lie, <laughs> and I don't know See? jack or shit about Harry Potter. Like literally nothing. But that game is yep. wow. Like they did an amazing job on that game. Uh, I revisited Asteragos, Curse of the Stars. That game is a lot better, but it's still not great. That's disappointing. I um, <sighs> I installed it because I saw it had an update or something, but I didn't actually boot into it. I, that's, yeah. yeah. I'll go ahead and delete it. Since they what is that game again? Stuff. That is the, like, I don't even know how to describe it. I know, Ryan, I think you played it. Yeah, uh, I did. It, it seems like it should be really good. It's a third-person action-adventure game, but man, it just does not feel good. True story. Uh, Asteragos? Asteragos. Asteragos. And it, it, it like feels like it wants to be a mix between a Souls game and something else, but it's not even remotely a Souls game. 
Say what you're talking about now. It's I don't know, man. And the DLC that they just released is all post game, so if you ain't beat it, you can't play it. It's just it's not great. Uh alright. Any other big Oh I play Kirby, uh Dreamland Deluxe. Uh re Oh that oh yeah. That that to pick that up. That is amazing. I mean I you love the new good. art style. Yeah, I knew I love the new art style. Yeah. Um, that, like, the original was a Wii game, and, uh, had that sort of generic 3D look, and they've kind of made it look more like pastel. I'll probably end up buying it, because I'm a Kirby whore. I end up buying a lot of Kirby shit. I mean, Kirby's never bad, right? Except for maybe that free-to-play game. I don't like that free-to-play game. I, what's the free-to-play one? What's the the fighting, like, kind of Smash Brothers game? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I don't like that game. Uh, Some of the experimental stuff is, like, meh. Um, No, the one that gets me is the uh, Canvas Curse ones. I don't like those. I don't like those games. I don't like the the, uh, Rainbow Curse for the Wii U either. Oh, is that the one that was on the Wii yeah, the Wii U is the Wii rainbow Wii curse. Yeah. Oh yeah, I didn't yeah. like that one either. Where you draw the rainbow thing. A yeah. lot of people, a lot of people love it. I can't, I can't understand it. To be honest with you, my brain was like, yeah, I don't like this. Uh, I went back. But to I'm God- glad it. I'm glad it exists. Yeah, no, absolutely. And this this new one is amazing. If you like Kirby, you should totally buy it. Uh, and I went back to Gotham Knights because I'm like, you know what? They're never going to pass this for 60 FPS. So I'm just going to uh, that and Hi-Fi Rush are going to be my two games that I. I finished that have been sitting for a little while. Um, I still like Gotham Knights. I think it's a it's a great game with a good story. Um, you definitely that's a game I'm gonna that's a game I'm gonna pick up when it's twenty bucks. Yeah, absolutely. Like this game, you can see like I think we were talking about this last night. Like WB started building Gotham Knights and Suicide Squad. Like when live service games were gonna be the next big thing. Yep, and they kind of couldn't get away from that structure, so you still see the trappings in there. But I still think Gotham Knights is a really good game. I enjoy it a lot. Same with Hi-Fi Rush. I'm gonna finish that. Um, and just to run through the indie games real quick, I'm only gonna point out ones that stuck out. Loot Box Life Plus. I really think that's a cool game. It's basically a side-scrolling platformer where. What was the name of the game where you started in 8-bit and then like you would... Evo Land. Evo Land, yes. Oh, okay. So Loot Box Life is similar, but instead of upgrading the visuals, you upgrade your abilities. So like the first Loot Box you open gives you a jump. The second Loot Box... So that is... Yeah. That is... I'm wondering, is this the same people... I'm I think it's just now. a remaster no. of an older loot box life. No, game. I'm looking. Yeah, I'm looking. The loot box life with a L Y F E. Yes, and um, it's, this it's one's on plus. PC. This one's plus. Okay, so this reminds me of a game that is sort of a brilliant joke called DLC, DLC Quest. Quest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember that game. Yeah, that was a brilliant game. So it sounds like it's more of a game. Like, it looks like it's more of a game, but yeah. Yeah, it's absolutely like a side-scrolling platformer, and then as you get new loot boxes, you get new abilities, like wall jumps and down uh, Yeah, it's very much DLC Quest, Yeah, where it asks you, like, DLC Quest ends with you having to buy horse armor. That's hilarious. You I, have I miss to buy Evil horse Land, armor to man. get... Evil Land was so cool. They did two games, and then they gave me the collection for free. Uh, because I had two on uh, Steam, 
And then, yeah, I don't know if they've done... Has that team done anything else? I'm checking now. I don't know. Shiro uh, Game. Oh my god, so Shiro Games is apparently doing the Dune Spice Wars game. Oh, shit, okay. Well, there you go. Wow, okay, that was not expected. Northgard was them, War Tales, and Darksburg. Okay. It's all the same. Wow, okay. Uh, the last two games I have were disappointing for different reasons. So there's one called Remorse the List, and it's a first-person horror game, and it's probably one of the creepiest things I've ever booted up. But what I can't I can't play it because they don't allow controller inversion. So it's called Remorse the I, List. I'm going to ask a question, and I know this is going to annoy you, Ken. Mm. Why don't you just set... Can you set that up in the system to just... Up and down reverse. You can, but then I would have to re-switch it for the games that have my controller. What I'm, yeah, what I'm saying, though, is how you usually have to switch it to inverse anyways. It would save you the Yeah, but you're problem. talking about you're talking about going forward. As, as I go backwards, I'd have to reset it hundreds of times. How many games are you going back to? Dude, I, dude, I go back to games all the time. We talk, I played Jumping Flash this week. He, he's okay. So he's arguing, "Hey, this is gonna be. I'm gonna not play video games that I kind of want to play because they don't have an option. Instead of, I'm gonna take. Well, you know, if they patch take, it at some point, then I will go back to Jesus it. Jesus Christ, dude! It's not like I have a, a limited set of games to play. No, okay. that's true. It's just one of those things where this is not the first time this problem has come up, and I'm offering a solution. <laughs> well, you know, if I if I said it and then like. Can you imagine me, like, when people ask me to test their, like, Overwatch stuff, like, on the other TV, and everybody else in my house has the other inverted controls, and, like, I can't even, I can't even look straight. It's terrible. Um, the other game was called Remoteness, also a first-person shooter. This one was fine, because uh, you could invert, but holy shit, I have never seen movement this bad. Like, imagine as you turn the right stick... It kind of sits there for a second, and then all of a sudden it like immediately turns like 90 degrees. It is so bad, control-wise. I couldn't even get out of the tutorial. Like, I couldn't turn without like almost getting sick, the way it moved. And there are no options to, to like change the, the, uh, the, the speed up or like the sensitivity. I was just like, how, how is this this bad? How is it this bad? Whew. Okay. So, yeah, like I said, I shotgun that. Um, and then I did boot up Legend of Dragoon on PlayStation Network. Um, but I hear there's a bunch of bugs in it. And then, because I'm a sadist and I don't have anything else to play, I booted up Breath of the Wild and started a new game and went through the first dungeon on the Great Plateau. And I was like, you know what? I kind of want to do this again. You think it's a wise idea to start playing that again with the new one coming out in a couple no, months? No, it's dumb. But holy shit, if you haven't played it in a while and you start it over and you, you get that... Like, Nintendo is so good at that magical opening moment. Yep. And, like, as soon as I walked out and I saw the Great Plateau and then I walked down and I pushed the rock on the on the Bacoblins and then I did that first dungeon, I'm like, I totally need to play this again. So good. So good. But anyway, I don't know if I'll do it or not. Let's talk about new releases. Uh, Xbox Series X, PlayStation 5. 
uh, Destiny 2 Lightfall, uh, Merge and Blade, Scars Above, which I will be talking about next week. I've been playing that for a couple weeks. Uh, Bindi and the Dark Revival. Uh, PS5 and Xbox Series X versions of Fight and Rage, which if you've not played that, you should play that. That game is rad. Uh, Leap, Iris and the Giant, Mayhem in Single Valley, Power Wash Simulator, Midgar Special Pack, uh, Jurassic Pinball, The Smile Alchemist, and Wolong Fallen Dynasty. I'm surprised nobody talked about that game. Because there was a demo that went up this week. Oh, that's yeah, right. I didn't, yeah, I played I did not demo. play the demo. Mm. Everybody's talking good about it. Like everybody says, it's, pretty good. It's not. It's not bad. Um, if you, it is. I know because you know Jay reviewed it, but he said it. It's, well, he hasn't it reviewed easier. it yet. Oh, it's not okay, out. Well, Shh, be quiet. Oh, that's right. <laughs> my, okay, my bad. Um, <laughs> Shh, shut up. This out. Just cut and paste. You know. Um, the demo wasn't bad though. It 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 depends a lot on the parry mechanics. So if you're not really good at parrying, this game could be difficult for you. Also, but isn't I will say like the, the enemy generous? Like, isn't the enemy levels like based on like confidence or something like that? Let I hear somebody. Yes. Yeah. Morale. It's really Morale. Weird. Okay. Morale. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's it's a totally different setup. So like you'll have your morale, which will go up when you defeat enemies, and if an enemy defeats you, it'll go down. Well, there's a threshold level where your morale can't go lower than what your like level is. So if you're like a level five, your morale won't ever drop below that. Um so what happens is you'll come across, for instance, in the demo, you come across this tiger demon who is morale level because everybody has their little circle, you'll see it over them. He was level fourteen. I'm like level five, and I'm like, huh? Well, I mean, okay, the game told you don't fuck with him. It did. It absolutely <laughs> did. But I am hard headed, and I was like, nope, I'm gonna beat this tiger. Nah, I don't. I'm not good enough to beat that tiger. So after dying like 15 times, I found the alternate route. So basically, that's what it is. So you're meant to go around when you see someone with a larger well, morale. Well, and every time something. Them. Every time something kills you, it reduces your morale and increases its, right? And increases its. Yup, yup, yup. Right. I forgot about so that. So it yeah, makes it, it so up. if if you get killed, uh, it makes it harder to beat that the next time. That sounds yep. like a nightmare if the boss is working that same mechanic. They do. It, okay, that sounds they, like a nightmare. I don't ever want to play this game. <laughs> well, I don't, I think, I don't know if the bosses do, because I'm, I'm at the boss for Zhang, because it's based on the three, um, the three kingdoms, like Boo-boo. the Dynasty Warriors stuff. Boo up in this bitch. Yeah, Lubu, I'm pretty sure he's in it. But I'm I've I'm I'm at one of the boss fights and I've lost to him a bunch. Like I I can finish his first phase, but his second phase is the most. Um I his 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 uh power doesn't go up. So maybe oh, okay. it doesn't do it on the bosses, but maybe it does not. it on everything. I was gonna say, Yellow you, Turban yeah. Rebellion. So yes, me, I think I, I think I misunderstood it. the the notion of because you can save right before the boss, right, if you need to go level up or morale up. Well, it's it's a souls board, so you can only save at those, you know, those um those checkpoints, you know, the, the little fires. In this yep. you put up a banner. But there's literally and there's a banner like right before the boss fight. So right. like it's you're in a good spot. So if you need to go level up your morale, which you should do because even if your morale directly translates to your power and defense. So the higher your morale, you're gonna do more damage or you're gonna be able to take more hits. So I mean, if you can get that up before you go to a fight, that's definitely what you want to do. 
I so could, yeah, I could yeah. see me making the first ball entirely impossible at some point, which just sounds like right. a nightmare. Like well, it sounds like I, if, I if Terrence is right, I, I think then you don't have to worry about that. Maybe I'll yeah, try it. For the bosses, like it's on Game Pass, so I'll try it. Yeah, yeah. Know? There's no, there's no harm in trying it. Yeah, yeah. That's where I'm at. I'm gonna try <clears> it because it's on Game Pass. But the demo, whew, the first, and there's no difficulty. Unfortunately, it stops because here lately we're getting those games where you know, like Steel Rising. Well, you got one. You, could... you got one. Oh yeah, it was the only one. Like <laughs> everybody else is like, nah, we are gonna make a Soulsborne if you don't well, get good. But just get good. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, it, it's, it's okay. Clive and Wrench. Uh, it's coming to PS5 and Switch. Um, here's an Anthony-ass Anthony game. Brock the Investigator, as in G-A-T-O-R. So apparently yeah. this is a beat-em-up mixed with a point-and-click. Yes. It's so, been on PC for a while. That's out on consoles this week. Uh, Mayhem in Single Valley. No longer home, and I'm assuming this is a physical copy of the Rumblefish 2 for PlayStation. PS4, Xbox One, uh, pretty much the same stuff. We're also getting Vampire the Masquerade, the New York Bundle. I'm sorry, I can't pronounce this game. Void Star TR RLM2 parentheses. Hold on. Dude, there's. Dude. It's, it's Void Terrarium. Yeah, it's Void Terrarium 2, but like the yeah. title is Void Star TRLM2 yeah. parentheses. Yeah, that fine. sounds like. The Winter Soldier's activation code. Like he's direct. <laughs> I hope he's not listening to the show because we just activated right. him. You just turned him on. Shoot. No, oh, it's it's some it's some it's some guy that works overnights at a gas station that we just activated. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, so everything else is the same. Xbox One. Everything else is the same. We're getting Meg's Monster, whatever that is. Minaris Tactics. Oh, good. Good for Meg. Yeah. Um, and then Switch. Click in. North America. All right. Century Paragon. Afterthought. Choice of Life. Middle Ages 2. Lucy Dreaming. Uh, Splatoon 3. Expansion Pass. Wave 1. Inkopolis. A Fox. And Sorry, was that... What was the, what was the Middle Ages one? Choice of Life, Middle Ages 2. Uh, this choice of Life, Die yeah. of the Plague, or <laughs> hold on. Or Die yeah. of Bad Dentistry. Yes! Yeah. <laughs> Maybe uh, some dysentery. Uh, green, uh, right. Shit. green Soldiers Heroes, which sounds like an Army Man ripoff. You remember that? Oh, oh those were so good. The Sarge's, oh, those are Sarge's Heroes. Uh, Portal Runner. Oh god, with the lion? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh Kin Follett's oh. The Pillars of the Earth. Wait, what? Where's that coming to? Switch. I'm on Switch. Oh, okay, cuz say that game's been out for a while. Uh Airy Calm Mind 3, Bonfire Peaks Lost Memories, Chess Pills? What are chess pills? Nah, that's a great question. That was unpleasant. Uh, Jesus. Dream Park Story, Fitness Boxing, Fist of the North Star. That's that weird. Oh, I, yeah. I kind of want to do that. Yeah, that's a weird game. Uh, Hike Valley, uh, Live Factory, Mario Plus Rabbit, Sparks of Hope, Tower of Doom. Um. Oh, here. Okay, we... so mm. I looked up chess pills <laughs> because I needed to know. 
You have to guess the right move, but you're running out of time. Use the orange pill to get sharp and focus on the right piece, or use the turquoise pill to chill and slow the time, but beware, the abusive substances can cause side effects. So it's Bro, just like game. chess players abusing Adderall. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yes, and then having a vibrator in their ass so they can get the right move from <laughs> some <laughs> Okay. Do you not know? Um, wait, you said that. Both, I heard. I think I heard Terrence make a noise, and then Ken just went, "Okay." Do you know what I'm referencing? No, I, have I, no know I don't. I have no clue. So in the chess, in like the chess was it the masters. Uh, I, mean, I can't remember what tournament. It was a tournament, and one of the masters went up against a guy, played like one move, and then forfeit the match because he was certain the guy was cheating. Now this guy has cheated online before. So I don't know why he would have been allowed anyways. And the rumor is that it was through a vibrator that was, like, controlled by someone to, like, I don't know, like, um, uh, send a telegram <laughs> through his ass. <laughs> was he was he sending out an S-O-ass? Wait, oh, yeah, was? like, yes. oh, God, damn it. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> oh, that was good. Oh, wow. Yeah, I had not heard that. That's yeah, why. Yeah, uh, it's a big scandal. Holy shit. Alright, uh, Pretty Girls Breakers Plus. I can probably figure out what that is. The Smile Alchemist. Uh, Disaster Detective Saiga, The Indescribable Mystery. Uh, Gunman Tales. Row. Ruku's Heart Balloon. Uh, Ruku is what my son calls the Roku. He calls it the Ruku. <laughs> uh, the Atla Archives and Void Scrappers. There's your new releases for the week. Hilarious. Alright. Let's do some news. Uh, Microsoft increased the price of Series S and X in Sweden. Uh, Went up to... I don't know what the Sweden currency is called, but it's essentially $600 and $375 US dollars. Which, yeah. Uh, New game... It's Krona. I was like, I, I was like, I was gonna say Kroger's, but that's not right. No, that's that's totally not. No, that's yeah. a, that's a grocery store. <laughs> I had to look it up. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> it's it's something. It's Krona, apparently. Let's go Krogering. Uh, new Game Pass games. We got Merge and Blade, um, Soul Hackers Two, F One Twenty Two, and Wolong Fallen Dynasty. Um, apparently, Josh Ortega, writer of Gears of War Two, is returning to the series and will work on the next Gears game. Uh, Xbox Game Pass. Friends. Yeah, and I think I, I think I read that Ortega was somewhere else recently, right? And uh, had written something that was pretty critically acclaimed recently. Uh, you may be right. I, I do not know. I can't remember what it is, and I don't know that I have time to look it up here. Hold on. You keep going. I'll look it up. Uh, Game Pass Friends and Family has expanded to six more countries, including Chile, Hungary, Israel, New, Le- New Zealand, South Africa, and Sweden. But not the U.S. Microsoft had their court appearance this week, and out of it, NVIDIA GeForce Now has confirmed that they will have Xbox games. Uh, They signed a 10-year Call of Duty deal on Switch. Motherfucker had the Call of Duty deal in his pocket and pulled it out for Sony. I, you know, (laughs) yeah, that was, like, I get what he was trying to say, but I was like, bro, that's, that's a lot. That is a lot. You ain't around with this fucking Manala envelope in your hand waiting for a Sony person to come and be like, I'm being signed. Like, nigga, calm down. Like, I get what he tried to say, though. So, according to Xbox in this argument, uh, the market share in the EU is 80-20 in favor of PlayStation. 
Worldwide, it's 70-30. You want to guess Japan? Japan's the fun one. 95? You close. It's 96-4. Wow. I was close. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And by the way, I'm wrong. Apparently, that guy only is, it's comic books that he's, ah, okay. He writes generally. Um, this was an interesting story. Shinji Mikami is leaving Tango Gameworks. Yep. Yeah, I wonder. I don't, I don't know if he's going. He, he's going to retire. I, I, I think yeah. he's retiring. Yeah, he's what? He's over sixty, right? I mean, uh, I don't think he's quite over sixty yet. I think he's in his late fifties. But I mean, um, yeah. I, I mean, mean, depending on depending on who you listen to, he's retiring because the Xbox is terrible and. Sure, and he's uh, going to he he's going his, to PlayStation. He his wife working there. Yeah, yeah he's fi- he's fifty seven, yeah. and this is not a surprise because he was kind of. Um, the the lady there that was doing to- uh, Ghostwire Tokyo, mm, yeah, she, at the beginning, she left. Him. She was kind of, but she was kind of. I think the point was is that he was trying to get someone into basically his position so mm-hmm. he could bow out, and then she left, so he had to do that. Um, yeah, I think he retires. I think he's just. I mean, he's done well, it. You know. I guess he I mean, didn't yeah, direct it, like, but yeah, like so he was kind of more hands on than I think he was expecting. And then uh the guy that's um one that did Hi Fi Rush. Hi Fi Rush, yeah. I think, is gonna yeah. be the guy that probably is the next guy in charge. That's probably yeah. why they put him next to him and said this is his game in that right. developer direction. Yeah, they made a big deal out of that. Yeah. I think he's gonna be the replacement. I think Mikami's just like, you know what, I'm good. I'm gonna go enjoy my, my golden years. And, and let's yeah, I wonder if he'll consult for somebody though. It's, I mean, fifty-six is pretty young to be full-time retired. Fifty-seven. 57 uh, yeah. Sorry. I mean, it's. I have a feeling he's going to do the. I don't want to do this anymore. Back away, and then he might come back. Right? Like he might come yeah. back like as Cliffy B. Cliffy B still ain't no, back though. Not, okay. Yeah. No, we don't. Yeah. Use, I mean, hey, he left. Oh, I thought he was. No, he, he left, back. and then. Did those two games that didn't go anywhere, Lawbreakers and the other one? Oh, that uh, that battle royale, yeah, something yeah. heights, yeah, radical yeah, heights, something yeah. Hi- radical heights, and then uh, he's kind of been gone. But like, I would say more like John Romero, who stepped away for a long time after you know uh, Ion Storm disappeared and hadn't really touched Doom, and then he was like, you know what, I'm going to make a new Megawad for Doom, and. I'm gonna work on a new game, and I'm gonna do all this. Hey, he put like, a game out. If you don't remember, yeah, the the strategy mafia mafia game. Yeah, yeah, so like I I could see him doing something like John Romero. Uh, I'd be down for Shin. I was down for Shinji Mikami with Microsoft money. Imagine that game. I yeah, I, I could see I could see him though if he does come back and consult consulting for like either Capcom or Nintendo. Yeah, I uh, could see that. They could, bring him in for a project and he i mean if you remember back in the early in the gamecube days he was ride or die for nintendo and the the capcom 5 baby yeah so how I have could, we not got a port of pno3 how has that not happened because it's the worst uh, out of the games I Why, like how have you not gotten a port it's but it's the worst out of the games sure but they released like yeah. Beautiful Joe, dude. Everything gets a port is, nowadays. We're getting a port. Yeah, of beautiful fucking... Joe hasn't gotten a port. No, well, I, that's Joe that hasn't. seems like a miss. But I mean, Enclave is getting a port. How can we not get a piano? Because through? because because European jank always gets ported. 
Yeah, they did just true. do Risen, which was mm-hmm. like, dude, that As wasn't someone even... who loves European jank. That's absolutely true. That wasn't like, even a they're, port. They're, that wasn't even a remaster. They're... That was just a straight port. They're 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 remaking Gothic. I don't yeah, know I know. I heard that. I heard that. I don't know why we're whispering about it, but I, heard I don't. Too. I don't want the world to know. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't want to put that out into the world. I hope everybody else forgets too. All but, right. Um, yeah. Uh, to- Torhu Okada, the creator of the legendary PlayStation sound, has passed away at seventy-three. Uh, to does everybody know what sound they're referring to? Yeah, the boot up of the PS One. No. Yep. Yeah, that's no. that's what he created. He created the PlayStation no, boot up. He created the 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 shong sound. Well, I mean that's still in the boot up. It's yes, but it's yes. not that. When it's the not disc the, loads, when the disc yeah, loads, not, it goes. It's not the, but it's not the um, it's not the sound everybody thought. Everybody thought it was the yeah. We and all no are terrible sounds. at pantomiming. The, the mouth effects here is just <laughs> it's 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 it. It's the one that you would see at the beginning of all the PlayStation 2 ads. And it's just, the, fight. Oh, it's just the it's just the end of PlayStation like looped on top of itself. So the shun part of PlayStation. PlayStation. Oh, that's how he made the sound? Oh wow. Yes, he did. Oh, okay. Um but that's because everybody was like, oh the it's the boot up of PlayStation's uh original No, he didn't write that music. Um, but you would know the sound immediately if you heard it, because they played that at the beginning of every PlayStation ad for a long time. Speaking of PlayStation, wow. okay, oh, that's right. <laughs> PlayStation had a state of play that did not have the shroom sounds. Um, they started, they kicked it off with PlayStation VR two because that thing just came out. It just um, came out. It yeah. did just come out. And they yeah, like, noticed nobody on this podcast talked about it. No, because we didn't get one, and we ain't nobody spending five hundred fifty dollars on that. Hell oh, right. no. I would, I would buy a PlayStation Five. I was gonna say, yeah, you can get one cheaper. One. You can get a cheaper PlayStation Five. Yeah. Sure. Uh, they announced some new games, including the Foglands, which is out in twenty twenty three. Green Hell VR, uh, which is already on MetaQuest Two and Steam. Uh, Synapse. Uh, Journey to Foundation. I'm on that. I've Everybody seems to be on that. It's coming to PSVR 2, MetaQuest 2, and Pico 4. I don't know what that is. That's a VR oh. headset, apparently. Okay. Uh, and then Before Your Eyes. Those are the games that they show. That looks cool. Is that the blinking game? Mm-hmm. When you and blink what, and shit changes? Yep, you can control it with your eyes, and that's the big draw, yeah. which I do think that's cool with the PSVR tech, is that it? it is... It, it, it really looks at you when you blink. Yeah, like you can read your eye movements and stuff. That acts, that's kind of some dope. Tech, okay, but so I, I looked at I looked at the Pico Four because I've never heard of this before in my life. It is made by Byte Dance. Sure. Okay. That's Byte Dance. Yeah. It sounds like an eighties uh, Kevin Bacon movie. <laughs> trying to. Figure it's a Chinese it. company. It's a yes. Chinese. Um, Oh, I've read some oh, about them. TikTok. TikTok. That's yes. who they are. That's, thank you. Jesus. They're TikTok? Dance sounds they, like it'd be yeah. something the vampires in Blade do. That's true. That's true, too. <laughs> Up in the club. In that song. Yep. In that song. That, that, yeah, the, the New Order remix. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, continuing down, uh, they showed off uh, Destiny 2 Lightfall. Uh, Tia. 
Chia? Is that how you say that? Chia. Something like that, yeah. It's, it's also the pottery that grows. Day one to, get to uh, PlayStation Plus Extra and Premium. Which is cool. Uh, humanity. Uh, goodbye, Volcano High. That game, yeah, that game looks weird. That, I, no. I'm not about any part of that? that game. That's the Dinosaur Band rhythm game. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, no. Hold on, that Volcano was, High. I don't know what the fuck. I'm you really don't like. know what this game is, so it's a really bad. It looks like it would be a parody, a parody of an actual game. Yeah, it, it does. It's, yeah. Oh, oh, I'm looking at. This looks like, and I say this, I say this with fondness for the time. This looks like a flash game. It's like yes. it lo- yeah. reminds me of like those weirdly high level anime, and I, I'm sure in motion, but the screenshots remind me of like wow, somebody's put like a lot of detail into this flash animation. It's weird in comparison to like all the other stuff. Yeah, I'm not feeling this game already. No, I'm not kidding when I say that that game looks like it would be like a parody game that they play in Amazing World of Gumball. <laughs> and I, I love Amazing it. World of Gumball, but that's but right. what it looks like. You're right, I but Amazing it. World of Gumball like also references Final Fantasy VII and stuff, yes. so with like yeah. <laughs> the summons. Yeah. I This game is for a specific crowd of... Y'all know furries, right? Oh. Yes. Of course. Yeah. Oh. This is for scalies. That's a real thing. Have fun with that knowledge. I'm, wow. not, I'm not Googling that. No, thank I you. I would not. Um, Naruto X Boruto Ultimate Ninja Storm Connections. Cr- cross, I think. Cross. Yeah, it's cross. You I'm sorry. I'm, so, I'm sorry I didn't nerd hard enough. I'll try harder yeah. next time. Come on now. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> you don't remember Street Fighter Cross Tekken? Oh, I remember. That's it. what it was. I couldn't remember. Yeah, I, was I remember that, that, that game. X- I remember the gems. Yep. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't great. It wasn't so great. apparently, great. this is and like I'm somebody who loves both Street Fighter and Tekken, and it wasn't great. Yeah. So apparently, this game is like all of the Naruto and Baruto games, like re remixed or something. How, like how many Naruto Baruto games are there? There's three Naruto well, Ultimate Ninja Storm games, right? Or four? Yeah. There's th- there well, there's three because you don't count the 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 latest one because that one is more of a I don't even know what to call it. I love that they were like, "We need a we need a counterpart to to Naruto." Okay, Baruto. Baruto. His name is Baruto. And I remember his son. Yeah, I remember. I remember making fun of Jason Gambrell the first time he talked about Naruto and Baruto. Don't keep butchering this man's name. His name is Baruto. Anyway, I don't even watch the show because I don't. My kids love. Oh, my son loves Naruto, but I hate. I hate. His voice, his English voice actor, the woman that I, I cannot stand Naruto's voice. Like the action in that show is fire, but when he opens his mouth to talk, I just want to cut him. Like I don't know, <laughs> believe it. <laughs> yes, like I just. But no, those those games are actually good. If you like anime fighting games, like I actually. Probably well, now you can get them all in one one. big pack in in Naruto yeah. X Baruto. <laughs> Baruto, stop butchering this man's name. <laughs> Uh, Baldur's Gate 3 got a release date August 31st. It's coming to PS5 and PC. And boy, did this cause a hoopla on the internet. It's controversy. No. Controversy. Oh. 
Well, if the Xbox didn't suck so bad. That's true. Yeah. If we didn't have the Series yeah. S, which is holding back all development of yeah, every even game. Even the developers specifically said that's not the reason. Yeah, no, but it is, because the, 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 the PlayStation uh, Twitter icons told me that it was. The man yeah. the man who did a video on the on YouTube and put his his hands to his mouth like he's Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my Screaming. God. He had a, oh, he my had a God. I can't. Red background in the thumbnail, and it's like, I can't believe this. I've made this video in five minutes after just making this information up in my ass. <laughs> All I know is I'm getting Baldur's Gate 3 on my birthday, and I'm excited. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'm, I'm getting I'm, Baldur's Gate I'm, on I'm your birthday. Clip, well, I already own it. I got it on PC. I'm but. 100% clipping Anthony's like, I got this game in my ass. <laughs> oh yeah, that was good. That, you should. That was good. That was really Do funny. <laughs> <laughs> I just I can't stand those people. Like, oh shit! I'm so not, the nice I, thing. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I, go I mean, ahead. I'm just gonna say it because I know someone will be like, well, "You do stuff like dumb stuff too on this podcast," and you're right. But I'm not doing it for money. I'm doing it because I'm just <laughs> legitimately this stupid, guys. That's the difference. I'm I I know I'm dumb, and I'm not trying to monetize off of like conspiracy theories that I make up in my head. I give them out for free because they're, they're goddamn not worth anything. And these guys come out there as fast as possible with the least amount of information and are like, I'm going to make I'm going to make five whole dollars with all these clicks I'm going to get before the information's proven an hour later. That's, yeah. That happened That's... with the Redfall disc. I remember that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Same thing. That's I'm leaving that it happened. up for, for posterity's sake. Are you? Right, like Are what? You now? Well, because they said technically that this, so I'm going to leave it. But up. it's going to be wide always. really the disc doesn't really matter. Right. Well, they're just going to make right. another video saying, "Well, you got to be online to play it anyway." So yeah, <laughs> and well, and then my favorite ones are when they do the ones where uh, it's like them in like a thinking pose, and like it just says about my last video where they uh, always <laughs> the like while they were it's, wrong. I've made it. I've made an L shape with my thumb and my it, forefinger, so and I put it to my. I've put it to my chin, and I'm looking up at one of the corners of the, the you thumbnail. And then, you forgot the I most important the piece. Stop. You forgot the most important piece is all the games in the shelves behind but that's, that's, yeah, you right. that's, right. But that's in the that's in the actual video. I don't go that far because I look at your thumbnail and I go, I'm not clicking this shit. Yeah, I'm not that's clicking this shit. I am too. Like I man, if you but... if you're making a surprised face, like oh my god, I can't believe it. I assume the information's going to be boring as shit. <laughs> yep. Or just yeah. completely not factually correct, which is also that. That's yeah. usually what it is. And I'm like, no, I'll wait for the official trailer, not yours. But the Baldur's Gate 3 thing, um, I don't know if you're going to say this. It is. It does have cross-play and cross-progression. So even though it's not launching on the Xbox, which it may still, they're working on it. They just aren't ready to say when it's coming out. Um if you started on PC or PS5, you can go back to the Xbox One when it comes out, which is what I'll be doing. I mean, if you want to spend, you know, the money twice, of course you can do that. Yes, why wouldn't you? you? Can't. Well, well, see, I I bought it um, on early Stadia? access, so it was a little cheaper. No, no wow, Stadia. It no. was on Stadia. Um, on Steam. I didn't realize that. I bought it on Steam because I was hoping to play it with the Steam Deck, and they didn't have controller uh, connectivity or a bit availability at the time, which they're bringing that. So now I can actually, it's another reason for me to probably get a steam deck. But anyways, yeah, Ryan, your birthday. I got you, homie. We, we That's right. These dungeons. Let's do it. That's right. I'm in. 
right. Uh, next... I love the first two Baldur's Gate games, so I just oh, hope that too. it that it uh, does the legacy well. Next... I'm sure it will, though, because Larry and the the first two games were excellent, so I can't imagine it not being good. Mm. Next game up was Wayfinder. I don't remember this game. It's action. It's a multiplayer action RPG. This oh, is this is I, okay. This I is played. the one that looks like Borderlands, right? Yeah, okay. yeah. It's basically like Borderlands, but with uh, kind of like th- it's in third person, basically, because it even has like a. Oh, this is the one. Was effect. this the one when I saw the trailer? It was like people. F- oh no, this is this wasn't the one where they were floating with the little parasols and stuff. This is no. I do no, remember this, this game one. though. This looks like this World is... of Warcraft. Yeah, it kind of, and it it does have a MMO ish feel. My question though is if it's free to play or not, because what I played and even how it kind of looks, I could see it being free to play. But I'm I'm gonna check it out because this is I think it's Airship Syndicate, which is Joe Mad's yeah. um, studio, and I I that would explain anyway. but, the yeah. designs. Oh, oh yeah, my very god, much. that explains yeah, totally a lot him. of the designs. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So I love him anyway. So I'm I'm gonna check it out either way. But the little bit I played, it it was fun. But it felt very, um, oh, games as a service, I guess. So it's going to be kind of those that type of game. So if you're not into that, you probably won't, probably won't dig it. But go ahead, sorry. Uh, I, uh, by the way, it's uh, published by Digital Extremes, so it could <laughs> be. It's not saying anything here, so maybe they're still trying to figure out if they want to sell it. I think that's what it is, because if if you because it was an alpha that I played, because the PS5 is getting a beta where they can join in, and it felt it it could go either way. It could okay. be a free to play game. I still. I found a I found a article from Eurogamer that says Wayfinder's Joe Mad Studios' new free to play online action RPG. There you go. There you so go. I'm, yeah. I'm taking I'm taking Eurogamer for their word. Uh, next up was the Street Fighter Six trailer with Zane Jeef. Lily and Cammy. Internet, yep, internet looks good. A, internet got in a tizzy over that Cammy pose. I tell you, man, didn't they? Yep. I was, I was uh, looking at Zangief, not like that. Uh, I was Zangief. <laughs> I'm still talking. Oh, I haven't stopped. So I, stop. I, I, you can't I, I, say anything I, because I haven't stopped talking yet. He, I, I was yeah, looking but, at Zangief but we can still, because you of his move set. Because <laughs> I never play the grappler characters, and he looked real cool. And I was like, oh, his little grapples look smooth. Okay, now you can flame me. Go ahead. What about uh, he? I'm glad you think his grapples look smooth. <laughs> in here, uh, that game is going to be rad. Uh, that's I, all the yeah, characters. Awesome. Was, what was, I can't wait. What was the pose that everybody was upset about? I don't. The well, they weren't stretch. upset. They weren't upset. Oh, no, they, they, they were different. Upset. They had a different yeah. emotion. Got to it. Very, yeah. very, very lonely. Uh, I see. It's you know damage. what, guys. Let's just take. Some joy in the fact that it's not the Jacko pose. I mean, maybe that's in there. You don't. Please know. bring up the fa- the Tifa, the Tifa statue. Tifa There's statue. an update on the Tifa statue. There's an update on the Tifa statue. There's a naked version. <laughs> There's a naked. Wow. Poor mm-hmm. Tifa. Yeah, man, it's just really like, sad all around. Like you know, that's just going to some death. Like, I mean, it's who, really sad all who around. Who modeled that? Because I. Mm, <laughs> That dude like, or or lady, I don't know, I don't judge, but you know, it's crazy, it's crazy. But yeah, Street Fighter looks hot. Like I'm, I'm pretty excited. I don't want to play. I'm not gonna play for a while with you. 
Ken, am I gonna no, play dude, with, no, with no, Jake it ain't for me. a while? Because y'all niggas crazy. Nah, y'all no, fighting I'm not, games. I am Champs. not good at fighting games. Don't, don't, don't get that messed up. That's Jay. Jay will He's like. I'm pretty Mortal sure Kombat. you got He's Mortal, good at Mortal Kombat. Kombat. Perfect. Did it. Oh, that's the only one you good at. Uh, I'm not even good at that. So I just play it a lot. Just because I play it a lot doesn't mean I'm good at it. He's good, at, he's good at Mortal Kombat. No, no, I'm definitely not good at Mortal he's, Kombat. Well, I'm sorry you're not random dude that shows up in matches, <laughs> plays every character, and then just teabags <laughs> immediately. Teabags. Turbo teabags. And... I'm out. Uh, Resident Evil 4 Remake, new trailer, March 24th, demo coming soon, and Mercenaries will be free post-launch DLC. That's sold okay, it for thank me, God, actually, it's better than... I was, I was on the fence... Because I wasn't, I said I was one about it again. The Mercenaries is what sent you over? Yes, Mercenaries is so good. I, like, I hope I they don't have. Care about Mercenaries. Really? Oh, I mean, man. it's better me than and... Reverse. A Reverse oh, was well, terrible. Yeah, me and LB spent so many. Oh my God, we played the hell out of Mercenaries in Resident Evil 5. So Dude, I don't. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this as, as kindly as I can. When's the last time you played Resident Evil 5? Oh, it's been a while. See, it's th- bad. Okay, listen, it's, listen, it's listen, not listen. good. When y'all hear me wax poetic about video games of the past, it's because I don't revisit a lot. So I'm still living fondly in those memories. If I replay, oh, I can uh, probably name on one hand the games that I've replayed. Um, Knights of the Old Republic is one that I know I've replayed multiple times. But like Resident Evil 5, no. I played it a bunch when it came okay. out, but I haven't played it since you then. You should go so boot I it I remember up. those. Fu- no, because then it'll ruin it. <laughs> <laughs> co-op, co-op re5 is still a good time uh you haven't played it did. either it, dude the control of that it's game be- is so it's better bad. than it's better See, than some modern co-op i don't want to i don't even want to go back and do it because i have so, we had so much fun with resident evil 5 awful. that game like i tried to play it a couple years ago and the controls are so bad oh, man i want to bring sheva back because yeah why are we middle gear why are we whispering what is what is this i don't know uh finally they showed the suicide squad and boy that also tore up the internet because yeah so what do y'all think about and i don't mean to take over your show here brother i apologize what do y'all think about suicide squad no no anthony anthony go ahead what you think i i still don't know what they're aiming for and seeing the menus makes me think they were. I think I think word got out that Avengers was happening, and everybody wanted to get on board because obviously we'd seen Anthem, you know, yeah, earlier but before uh, Marvel's Avengers came out, and they were like, "We're gonna do that." And I think DC and Warner and, and in turn Rocksteady were like, "We need something that competes with that." But then they had two teams doing that sort of game and uh nobody likes those types of games really like you have to be really really good at a specific like i'm gonna be honest with you destiny i think gets away with it because Destiny's one of the best feeling shooters ever but it's bungie's influence yeah yeah Yeah. so it's it's easy to get obsessed with that when like you know that loop of like replaying the same levels and stuff um over and over and over to grind gear and everything because it feels really good to play destiny mm-hmm. um so i think they were like well 
we have to compete with that. And here we are, where they're stripping out all those elements to make a game that will sort of not exist as a live service. And that never works out well. Like, the games on, like, Apple Arcade that have had their monetization clearly stripped out of it, you can still tell, right? Like, it's not like those are, you know, easily just a switch that you turn off. That's built into the way the game works. Um... So that's what I think about this. Like, I didn't know what it was going to be, and I kind of had my worries it was going to be this. Mm. Like, and judging by, like, the menus alone, I'm like, so it was that. It was that, and now you're scrambling to unfuck this mess. Um, I wouldn't think that. I think they're going to go right ahead with the games and the service thing, because they talked about the battle pass and stuff. Like, it's all of the menus. Like, I think it's going to be like, you know. Well, you got to be online and play it, too. I'm just just disappointed because, like, Say what you will about, I think Arkham City isn't as, I think, I think you got diminishing returns on all the Arkham games, personally. Um, City was a neat idea, but like, Asylum still, I think, is the best experience. Um, But it's disappointing that Rocksteady is this now, you know what I mean? Like, this is the, this is their first stain, really. Well, we don't know yeah. if it's a stain because I mean, you haven't played it. But, but potentially, but potentially right. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, 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 it seems like, wow, so the team that brought us arguably the best Batman games ever are being potentially forced to do something that is so far from what they made there. And that formula clearly works because a bunch of other people have sort of ripped off Batman. Uh, Mad Max, which was a Warner Brothers game, uh, ripped off Batman uh, and worked well. Um, Shadows of Mordor was basically, you know what I mean? So, like, that formula works, and Warner Brothers knows that and has decided to follow somebody else. From the looks of it, maybe maybe this game comes out and I'm wrong, and I'd much prefer to be wrong in this particular case. I just don't have any interest in multiple people running around in my world because that's not why I went to Arkham and their Batman games. Like, that's just not what I think of with that studio. It'd be like NetherRealm making a platformer. I'm not really interested in what they do with there because that's not why I play their games. Right. Yeah. Two things. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead, Terrence. Okay, real quick. So you said, uh, you know, that Asylum was the best, uh, you know, kind of Batman-esque experience. Honestly, and Ken can back me up or he can disagree, that's fine. I think Gotham Knights is, if you stripped out the Gotham Knights and made that a Batman game, that's a perfect Batman game. It's pretty, I mean, it's pretty good, night. but I don't think yeah. it's as tight yeah. as Arkham. Well, Asylum, I mean, no, no, sure. I'm talking about experience, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm talking about experience-wise as to what Batman is as a character. You go out yes. each night and you solve random crimes to find clues for bigger crimes. Yep. You have your Batmobile. I mean, it's it's Batman. Like, if you put him in that and take them out, that's the Batman experience. It's, it's um, but it's, it's all the stuff that's, like, clearly, again, remnants in even that game from what I've seen, because I haven't played that game either. But from what I've seen, I'm like, I can still see the they were they were thinking or oh, they were they had final. some plans yeah. um, to make a uh, live service out of Gotham Knights as when, well. When the enemies when the enemies drop, you know, <laughs> materials, yes, one hundred percent. So so that's why I'm <laughs> yeah. saying like, if you're asking me 
What's the tightest, what's the best feeling experience overall, gameplay-wise, character-wise? It's Arkham Asylum. Um, I do love, like, all the Riddler trophies around Arkham City. I think that was far more interesting than some of the ones in Asylum. Um, but, like, it's it's the... It's the, again, it's the certain developers you go to, like, if, again, like, we just, I just talked about Bungie. You go for to them because they make really good first-person shooters. Some of the best-feeling first-person shooters. If tomorrow they change their plan, and that's funny because they did RTSs as well. And that's what Halo was originally supposed to be. So, but if they went and did something that was totally left-field, like a fighting game, you'd be like, yeah, okay. Yeah. And that could be, it could end up being really good, but it's just like, to me, it's like, I don't, I don't see how Rocksteady is being used to their full potential here. And I'm not asking for another asylum. I'm just saying like character actions kind of where they focused on and multiplayer is a different way of thinking when it comes to game design I not just don't, and not everything sticks. Sorry. I, I don't think that it has been proven yet that games as a service is the right genre for superhero games. Avengers didn't work. Uh, Gotham Knights, I know you guys like it, but generally speaking, the consensus is it didn't really work. Is that a game for a service, though? Well, they I mean, pulled it all those out. Same kinda, it's got it those same kind of elements. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Anthem, which is not a superhero game, but it's pretty close to a superhero game, didn't Iron work. <laughs> so... I, the 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 fear that I have is that we had a whole bunch of devs make up their mind at the same time after seeing some games as a service games like Destiny that that was the way to go and so they all decided they were going to make superhero games of that style at the same time and I fear that they're all going to come out at the same time and not be very good. Um, now, what I've seen of the game does it look interesting? It looks interesting. Um, I don't understand why you make a superhero game that has four different superheroes in it, or super whatever you want to call them, super villains, super anti-heroes, I don't care. And then you have them all, it looks like at least, play the same. Yeah. Like it's just a shoot yeah. it's just a shooter. Like that's my problem. It's, that's it's, destiny. That's destiny yeah, it's, all over it's, again. Um yep. and it works for destiny because destiny's a shooter. Like yeah. it's not a superhero game. They have superpowers or magical powers or whatever you want to call them, but it's not a superhero game, right? And so if if you tell me that we're going to let you play as Captain Boomerang, first thing I'm going to say is why. Um, but no, just kidding. That's just a shot at DC. Um, I, I'm going to expect to be able to throw boomerangs, right? Like well, if you tell me I'm King Shark. I'm going to expect King Shark to play different than Harley Quinn or Deadshot or Captain Boomerang. He should and be a tank. The gameplay they people. have showed so far looks all the same. Like you kind of fly around a little bit and shoot things, and it looks like people have some unique melee, um, but that's about it. And, and I, again, I'll reserve judgment until I actually get to play the game because I, I'm interested in it. Uh, and I'm interested in it, if nothing else, because Rocksteady's making it, and so I'm confident it'll be uh, at least a competent game. Um, but man, it's it's um, it's concerning to me how similar everybody seems to play, um, and how much it's basically just a shooter game with a superhero skin. 
Yeah. Truth, truth be told, and this is me being the nerd that I am, they chose four characters who basically use guns. So... Does Captain Boomerang use guns? I mean, he he has. He I mean, has he, special, he specializes in boomerangs, obviously. But I mean, <laughs> most of them use a firearm of some kind. Uh, you could <laughs> reserve a little bit more for King Shark. But King Shark should be melee focused and be a tank. And I I agree with that. Um, but then you've got you got enemies flying. You've got enemies that are far away sniping at you. You should throw stuff. Well, I mean, pick up items in the environment and throw cars. They they did that, and they did that in the Avengers, and it was the Hulk, and mm-hmm. it wasn't necessarily fun to play as the Hulk because it's, it's kind of a bad idea in general. Exactly. So I, I'm going to sell this to you as a different game altogether for a moment. What game has four characters, and they're all different abilities? And you go through a long first-person shooter RPG with them. Borderlands. Borderlands, which has the same sense of humor as what they want the Suicide Squad to have. And it looks like they didn't look at Borderlands at all, and I can't believe that. Because while we didn't necessarily love 3, because I don't think anyone talked about it much after launch either, um, like, that game works with people that yes they can all use the same weapons but they do play very differently once you start unlocking skills and so well, maybe like, this will be different maybe maybe this will be the like borderlands i don't know but they have I, a skill tree it they have a skill have, tree yeah. it's just i don't know man i, I think it's a bummer so none, none of us are really going to know right until the yeah. game comes yeah, out right. um so we're all just speculating based on a pretty short snippet of gameplay um but for me, what they've shown so far has not made me more excited for the game. Yeah, I could see right. if it was a four-player card game where you played as Superman, Batman, you know, the Flash, and maybe Green Lantern. Those four characters should all play completely differently. But when you've got characters who are basically just, you know, rogues that, you know, sometimes, yeah, Harley will pull out a hammer or, or you know, Deadshot will use a sniper rifle. They all still use guns in their day-to-day life. I don't disagree with you, Drew, but the the um, that argument starts with the notion that they couldn't have just made the much more interesting-sounding Batman, Superman, Green Lantern game that you yeah, just described. Yeah, you just talked about. Like, I was like, like I want to play that. The, the game you just described is much more interesting to me than the the suicide squad characters and the limitations that may come with that um so that i guess is the the disappointing part is like okay well if they if they could have made a justice league games as a service game um and it would have been more interesting why didn't they make that i don't know i don't know i don't know how licensing i'm I'm going to tell you one of the things that's bothered me in DC has been, this is comic book related. DC has been trying to force it a lot and they're bringing him back. There you have this, there's this weird obsession with what if Superman was bad? Um, and they have that crime syndicate, which is an alternate version of the justice league where they're all evil, uh, come and it's not Batman. It's Owlman, and it's Ultraman. It's Superman. I can't remember what Wonder Woman's equivalent is. 
Like, the Flash has some weird name. Um, and, like, I'm going to be honest with you, that, that like, what if Superman was bad is an interesting thought for a whole two minutes. And then you really just realize, like, the characterization of Superman is interesting because he's a good person who could literally level everything if he wanted to. That's what makes him interesting. So being like, these these criminals have to go and stop Superman and all the other superheroes. It's like, okay. They're, and DC is doing it again because now uh, they've just they're they're launching a new bunch of new comics because they had a big event that's not a reset but whatever um, called Dawn of DC, and they're uh, having uh, John Kent, Superman's son, go across the multiverse whatever they call it in DC and he's going to try to get revenge against Ultraman for stealing his childhood because he was aged up in the comics and it's dumb anyways Ultraman sucks he's not a good character and making Superman evil is never fun the best representation of evil Superman and I say that with like air quotes was Red Sun because it was like what if Superman landed in Russia rather than America that's an interesting concept because it's not necessarily that he's evil. It's that he has a different set of morals because he grew up somewhere completely different. Evil Superman sucks. And that's what they, they seem to have this heart on that people seem to love. Like what Superman could be bad. And that's the reason why, and I hate to shit on Zack Snyder because it's annoying and everybody's tired of hearing it, but it's like, that's the reason why like his Batman versus Superman sucked too. Like, the reason why they fought was because they were two friends that had different ideas because one of them ages and gets old and the other one doesn't and he's stuck in time. And that's the reason why they fight in the Dark Knight uh, Strikes Back. Strike, strikes again? No. Oh my god. Dark Knight Frank, Returns. Dark Knight Returns. Right. Strikes again is the second one. Um, Dark Knight Returns. So like it, it's just like there's this weird hard-on for making superman evil and it's just that's that's even how they're selling this game right with the first poster was superman looking behind him with evil eyes and it's just like i don't get it it's not fascinating to me it's like the lowest form of interest like just ooh, what if what if is really boring yeah, yeah. they're not gonna let you kill those characters of They've course not all right well, they're, I, they're probably I'm brain sh- controlled i'm sure that they are yeah. I mean, they've already said that. Oh, are they? Yeah, okay. by Brainiac. Yeah, it's Bra- yeah. Brainiac. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I didn't even know if it, who it was. Yeah. I was like, it's not yeah, Starro, no, clearly, which no, I think would have been a Brainiac. better time. They've, they've already confirmed that. Um, now I just, I'm sure some of my lack of interest is because I don't really care about the Suicide Squad. Um, yeah. And I feel like DC especially has, over the last several years, it's, it's almost like, um, quit trying to make fetch happen with the Suicide Squad, um, but I know that some people like it. So, all right, we gonna move on because we still got more news. Oh God! PlayStation Plus uh, was also announced at the State of Play, um, at least premium. <clears throat> sorry, not premium, extra and essential. I I still don't like those names. So essentials, you're getting Battlefield 2042 and Code Vein, as well as. An Xbox game? Minecraft Dungeons is coming to PlayStation Plus. It's just a little bit weird. Hold on, it gets weirder. Um, Plus and Extra also get Tachia, which we talked about, uh, Immortals Phoenix Rising, Rainbow Six Extraction, Uncharted Legacy of Thieves Collection, 
and Ghostwire Tokyo, which is also another Xbox game. Xbox game. That's true. Yep. Which true. Which this is uh, obvious because if you remember, Deathloop came to PlayStation Plus exactly the time that Xbox finally gets the game. So my yep. guess is the Xbox release date is the same day as the PlayStation Plus release date. And yep. when is that? Uh, March twenty fourth, I think, is the anniversary of Ghostwire coming out. Okay. So. I'm excited for that one. I actually want to play it. I like that game. I know Jay didn't like it as much as I did, but I really enjoyed that game, and I will probably revisit it on Xbox. Uh, Nearly the entirety of the Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom art book has leaked onto the internet, so spoilers abound for that. Yeah, I looked at it. I looked at all of it. Well, I don't want to hear it. Um, Yeah. I'm just going to say... Nope. Nope, don't say nothing. It has no details. I'm not the... The people that are like, this looks like DLC, completely wrong. Super Mario Brothers movie. I'm, I'm, can I just for a second yeah. spend a second on that complaint? Because I see that complaint all the time. And it's a sequel. Right. I, I feel like so many people anymore uh, criticize a sequel for looking or playing like the first one. It's a sequel. They did that with God of War. Yeah. They should not have. They shouldn't be radically different. They can be different enough that it makes it worth playing, but they shouldn't be radically different. No, I just, I, I to me, I when I saw the trailers, I saw things that I'm like, that looks brand new, that looks really interesting and stuff. And uh, yeah, I was seeing a lot of people saying like, this just looks like more of the same. And if that's your worry, I'm telling you right now, boy, I saw some stuff that I'm like, yeah, no, that wasn't there. All right, and and I, I didn't even look at all of it. Yeah, I know he's terrible. He's what did never he say? What did he the, say? He's never finished the first game. Wow, Dude, I've never I've never beaten one of the divine beasts. I made it to a divine beast. I, I never actually beat it. Oh my god! Uh, kick him off the show, Ken. <laughs> Jesus, come back when you're done. Uh, Super Mario Brothers movie direct has been said for March. There's more directs for this movie than there are for certain games. It's crazy. <laughs> So when yeah. I read this, when I read this title, because this is one of the few things I saw while I was in my head uh, dealing with mental stuff, um, I totally was like, wait, they're streaming it already? And then I went, oh, no. I'm just dumb. <laughs> uh, Pokemon, because they're doing Nintendo Direct. Pokemon Presents is also scheduled for this week. So new Pokemon game? Probably. Probably. I would say DLC for the Scarlet and Violet. I mean, yeah. that may be that there, be but I too. guarantee you it's time for the off uh, Pokemon game. Yeah, that'll be coming out in November. Black and white remastered or No, remade, no, the like off the... one. They'll announce the new Pokemon later. No, year. black and white is an old game. No, 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 I was talking to Terrence. Terrence said the new one's coming yeah. out in November. Oh, I was yeah. like, no, 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 that's a, that's a different Yeah, this will be like the remakes of Diamond and Pearl, but they'll do black yeah. and white or something. Yeah, yeah that's what this will be. Uh, and then Nintendo says they're skipping E3, so... Mm-hmm. Yep. Which, right. I mean, is, isn't much of a surprise, because it seems Nobody's... everybody's skipping E3. Yeah, like, right. none of the Who big three. Be Ubisoft's like, we'll be there, and it's like, yeah, we know. Yeah, nobody cares. <laughs> we know. Go Ubi- sit down, Ubisoft. Ubisoft. Ubisoft, who's like, every launch of a console, they're like, here's some games! It's like, stuff they've already made, or it's like, a shitty remake of Far Cry, I'm looking at you, the Wii. <laughs> All right, we're gonna now we're gonna Red do steel. some crazy <laughs> some crazy numbers. Um, Elden Ring has sold twenty million copies. Crazy, awesome. Twenty million. 
deserves it. That is bananas. Um, I have to just look this up for a second because there was a number. Ace Attorney just released the Ace number. Ace Attorney of... is nine point eight million. That's copies. what it was. It's just it for the whole series. Yeah, <laughs> Elden Rings one game. Eight point eight million. Yeah, for every game. Mm. Uh, Doki Doki Literature Club has broke a million. Uh, Hogwarts Legacy hit twelve million in two weeks. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just sad Bananas. when you see Ace Attorney make nine million for what over twenty years now, you and wanna... then it's like. <laughs> Harry uh, Potter game, twelve million. All right, here's a crazy one: The Sons of the Forest hit two million sales after forty eight hours. I saw that, and I was like, "Damn, I want to play this game." I just, I don't want to play on I, PC. Have, have you, have you played the original? Anybody? Has anybody no, played the original? I've seen no, videos I've of it, but it. I've, I've never played it. it. Yeah, like that I've, is I've seen videos. Fucking terrifying! It's got some of the best AI in the in the um, yeah. It looks like the, it. uh, it's a yeah. survival game mixed with a horror game, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah yep. you're on a plane yep. crash and somebody, a giant red man steals your son and you are survivor man. And there are tribal people on the island that you're on. And if, some of them are like savage that but they'll come at you and attack you. But most of them, when you first see them, they're just observing you. And it's really fucking creepy. Uh, night is night is dark. Like it is just pitch black because there's no artificial light. So, and you're in a forest, so you're making fire, and like that's the only thing you can see. Um, and you can hear the things out there. And then some of the other creatures are some real body horror stuff. But um, that game, I don't want to say leaves on a cliffhanger. Uh, there was originally a different ending. It, it's been changed. Um, but uh, the the canon ending of that i think is supposed to be the intro for this unless they've changed that idea but um yeah that game is terrifying so i'm not surprised the first game was kind of a huge success and then uh death loop has now officially hit five million players there's your numbers um atler marie remake the alchemist of salberg launches on july 13th it took me a lot to say that uh, Terra Nil launches on March 28th on PC and Netflix. Yep, that's where we are. Layers of Fear is out this June. Lies of P got a release date for August. Read only memory. I'm actually interested in that game. Pinocchio Souls, Pinocchio Souls. Yeah. Uh, Read only memories. Neurodiver is uh, summer 2023. Neurodiver. That's right. Uh, I just I, I hope that when you die in the Pinocchio game, your nose gets longer. That's how they handle it. That should be the the easy mode. Is like your nose is like super long. <laughs> Just every time you die, it grows a little longer. That'd be hilarious. Uh, yeah, El- that's that, that's part of the game mechanic, not the nose thing, but lying to NPCs does something. Oh, that's hilarious. Interesting. Yeah, you have to you have to like make that's up a lie. Yeah. Uh, El Paso Elsewhere uh, was announced for fall 2023. It looks like Max Payne, kind of. Uh, the Good Life is getting its first DLC with Behind the Secret Door of Rainy Woods. I forgot that game existed. I'll be honest with you. That's the new game from Sweary. Yeah. So, uh, Mighty Doom, which is a roguelike Doom game, coming March twenty first. So it's funny. I saw you post about this as I browsed the chat quickly, and um, I thought. So on my Android phone, I could download it right now because I guess because it's out in Canada. 
Mobile games are weird. Yeah, I I saw it and I was like, oh, this looks neat. And then they said Rogue in the trailer. Yeah, I, was like, I'm out. I watched oh, wait, the gameplay. It's out in Canada? Yeah, and um, let me, I was let me, let me on, on Android, anyways. Yeah, and it was like uh, somebody in the reviews said, yeah, it was fun. And then it just got to a point where it's like you can't get any further without paying. I'm like, well, that sounds like most mobile games. Yeah, I'm that out. Is, yeah, yep. Um. Hold on, let me see if There's I can a reason find I it. continue to play Survivor IO because I have played it forever and have not spent a single dime. Um, and that's so rare these days, man. Continuing yeah. with the trend of of PS4 and Xbox One being phased out, uh, Microsoft announced the DLC for, for Forza Horizon Five called Rally Adventure, only on Xbox Series X and PC. Yep. Yeah, it's about that time. Yep. It's about to start now. Uh, UFO Robot Grindizer, The Feast of the Wolves. Uh, that's that, not a real name. That's the name of the game. <laughs> and there's also one called The Grey Hill Incident. I think those are both alien games. It, wait, is The Grey Hill Incident the, the, the one? The one you sent? I, yeah. think, uh, I think that's The Grey Hill Incident. Oh, that. Dude, that game. Not, oh, yeah, I would play that. Oh, We're going to play that. Oh, that's a big. Is, that's a, is that that's coming a big, to Xbox? Yes. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely very, playing that one. June, yeah, yeah, June yeah, yeah. 9th, 2023 is what uh, the release date says. Uh, Dude, that's that a lot of no. That's, that's going to scare the that shit out of me. Good. I'm not going to lie. And I don't get scared by gray aliens, but the way that they move and, and like get up and stuff. and Yeah, I hadn't even no, heard about you. that game until you sent that. That looked super cool. Like, I'm interested. I, I saw a trailer for that probably mid last year, and I said, ooh, this looks creepy, and then I forgot about it. Yeah, I, nice. I, <laughs> this game is going to freak me out. I can tell already. Uh, Diablo 4 open beta, March 24th through the 26th. Uh, people yeah. who pre-order ooh. will get early access on March 17th through the 19th. Woo. Will your will your progress carry over? Uh it's a beta, no. so probably not. No, it doesn't. I read that there in the go. little FAQ. All right, some quick hitters. Uh, Evo lineup: uh, Street Fighter Six, Guilty Gear Strive, Dragon Ball Z Fighters, Tekken Seven, King of Fighters Fifteen, Melty Blood, Mortal Kombat Eleven, and Marvel vs. Capcom Three. Um, Mortal Kombat Twelve has been confirmed by a, a, Bloomberg. A phone call. Yeah. By an earnings call, and Ed Boon, being master troll, went to Twitter and immediately said, "Did y'all hear about that injustice announcement?" <laughs> Man, <laughs> uh, hey, you know what? Imagine, think... imagine being him and having like some plan for the reveal that lives up to the 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 reveal for MK12, and. <laughs> Happened is not only that, call. but I don't know if you know the Ruined. details. Dude was at Dice, and it was his birthday. Oh, <laughs> he was at a convention God. and got the news via Twitter. Wow. Yeah. And it's out this year, by the way. So game of the year confirmed. We're good. Golden. They're going to announce it at Evo. I bet Evo most likely because E3 is just, you know, well, and even if they yeah. were going to announce it at E3, it's already out there now. So they might as well just do it at Evo. Yeah. Right. I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't do like a, Announce official announcement over the next couple of weeks, just to be like, oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah. coming. Let's just go ahead and put the trailer out, whatever. Yeah. Yep. Speaking of leaks, we got leaky leakies. Uh, Starfield announcement this week for the showcase. That's what I'm hearing. 
the actual mm-hmm. date, maybe. Well, the they're going to announce the, the date of showcase. the. They're going to announce the date of the showcase where we will get the date of the game. I can oh. see that because I think I said it'll probably be in March. Yeah, I think show, I maybe. think the I think it'll be let's say the third week of March. Is oh, that's yeah. my guess. Uh, also, according to the VGC podcast, um, Konami has a pretty big E3 planned, which includes a new Castlevania, uh, Metal Gear Solid 3 remake, uh, and as far as the older Metal Gear Solid titles, they said that they, Konami doesn't really know how they're going to bring them back, but they plan to. So, hmm. and then this Castlevania, huh? Yeah, new Castle Castlevania is the furthest along, and it will be the first announced as a brand new big game. So. Curious at the design route they take. Over, be... under, on it being PlayStation exclusive. Because mm. <laughs> you already know the Metal Gear one is probably PlayStation exclusive. Does Sony pay for both? Because they are paid for Silent Hill, too. They'll pay for it. Yeah. Konami probably gave them a first look. I'm like, listen, this is what we got. What you want. <laughs> and they're like, we'll take all of it. Like, they, they probably got it. That's mm, I hate that. I hate it. If anyone deals. doesn't end up exclusive, it'll just be Castlevania. Like I think the other Metal Gear will probably just end up being. But yeah, Castlevania has the the most likely chance of I bet you probably. Metal Gear is the blue point game and it's Sony exclusive for at least a year. I can see it. Is it but it's Metal Gear Solid three? Yes. Three. It's yeah. three. Why oh, enough with reporting three to fucking shit. I have three on my fucking three DS. Remake the first game, god damn it. How about just release Mother. four from fucking Purgatory? Yeah. I just want them to release the two NES games that I know the majority of players have not played. And let's see Snake's story from the beginning. It'll nobody, make no don't want the, the, you don't want the NES games. Sense. You, no. want, you want the MSX games. Nobody wants any of those Well, no, yeah, games that's what I mean. Yeah. Snake's Revenge. The ones. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no. I know, I know, no. I want Metal Gear, Metal, not Snake's Revenge. They, that, he, he didn't even work on that one. No. Um... Yeah, no, I want the original because those were the ones I played. The the ones that uh, I was about to call them Itagagi, Hideo, the ones that he worked on. Like I want those two. They can remaster them. Like I mean, that's that's money. Like you put Snake out there just by redoing them. But whatever. Okay, go ahead. No, I'm exhausted. But that that is all the news. There's a Ooh. lot today. Almost a lot of stuff going on. Let's get that email read. Yeah, I'm going to read the email since you're here now, and then we'll get out of here. Also, I did not forget about the Horizon code. I'm going to announce that on Twitter this week. No no tweets? No, no tweets. I saw Drew retweeted it 16 minutes ago, and I was like, well. (laughs) It's me. Uh, Kurt sends an email titled Porkins, which is a weird thing. Um in regards to the whole Hogwarts Legacy controversy, I'd say if you can't review a game based solely on the merits of the game, you have no business reviewing that particular that particular game. Write an opinion piece. If you must, but give the game a score of 1 out of 10 based on someone you don't like who isn't even involved in the game other than owning the IP license is ridiculous. And I never bother with a review from that person again. When I read a review, I want to know about the game and not whatever perceived grievances one holds based on their social, social cultural, or political ideology. Note, before Anthony goes on a 20-minute rambling rant, assuming he hasn't already interrupted to do so, I'm not talking about whatever game he mentioned that he gave a review score of 1. I'm referring to the reviewer Terrence Bitchin, who gave Hogwarts Legacy a 1. Disclaimer, I give zero hoots for anything Harry Potter-related and have no desire to play it. 
People can feel however they want about a game, boycott it or not boycott it, but when they start telling me or others what to do based on their feelings, naw dog, that rooster don't be fucking the hens in this coop. I completely agree. What? Okay, so I thought I thought you I thought you titled the thing Porkins. No, the and... email came to me and it says the subject line is Porkins. Oh, that's fucking weird. Right? Okay. I, um maybe it was because he he was saying like some heavy stuff and he was trying to bring some levity to it like he was I, trying not to offend. I, you know I thought I, mean? I thought that was an inside joke between me and Ken. Yeah, I oh. that's there's a I, whole thing about time I hear that. I just hear the family guy because obviously he grew up in Star Wars, but the Family Guy version, he's like, "What is some trouble here?" <laughs> I was thinking it's because it was about Hogwarts and Porkins. Oh, oh yeah, that okay. There it is. Look, okay, got yeah, it. Got okay. it. That makes more sense. You, you need somebody outside the 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 norm. Get that one. <laughs> I know about the Porkins joke as well. Yes, that's yes. why it was weird to me. I was like, "Is it? Is it?" <laughs> Um, yeah, I, man, I, I'm, I mean, I pretty much agree, like, unless it's, like, literally because the game is a predatory piece of shit, which is funny, because I, I do have to, I, I got message back from, uh, the modder who did Wonder Boy, and that was the game that I gave a one, um, the one, or the previous Wonder Boy collection, not the current one, and, um, it's funny. So I looked up the reviews. I'm like, you know, I'm curious to see if anybody else has had the same complaints. And boy, there's a lot of five scores of five for that new Wonder Boy collection that's com- actually complete um, from like Nintendo Life and other people saying, well, you know, it's really shitty how this game was sold. Except that I've been screaming to the heavens about this, that the way that company does that shit all the time for years now. And it's annoying to hear, and it's annoying to repeat myself. Um, and finally, it looks like people might be paying attention. But, um, you know, it, it's one thing, like, because to me, that's not different from uh, tra- microtransactions, literally. Microtransactions? Those are my favorite. M- m- yeah. <laughs> microtransactions um, infesting a game and ruining it. So. You know, if they were trying to make you double dip on a game, that's a shitty business practice and you shouldn't support it because it's not consumer friendly. So they're making you buy a game that's unfinished to then have to rebuy the full version later on. Um, So I thought it was fair there. Um, But yeah, like it's it was weird. That was a really weird review to read from that person about Hogwarts Legacy, because as much as I have an issue with the author, if I were forced to review the game, I would maybe have a paragraph on that issue. Um, not I, I think this the is... whole thing be about that person, because at the end of the day, uh, any consumerism under capitalism is going to be morally bankrupt. That's just how, unfortunately, capitalism works. For sure. Um, and I and I feel like know, it's it's coming out more and more lately. Like I, I know Hogwarts kind of got let off the hook after Atomic Heart came out, because there was controversy around that. And yeah. and I agree. Like, if you want to boycott it and you don't want to like engage in it, fine. I'm totally cool with. It. I get it. I totally understand where you're coming from, and I respect it. But don't make people who just want to enjoy the game feel like crap because they're playing it. Because exactly. I, I exactly. still say that radicalizes people to find solace with those 
who do think those evil thoughts. Right. Exactly. Sure. Because you're like, man, you're just, I, mean, I wouldn't even think it like that, but you over here, all I'm doing is playing the game. Like, it's just, yeah. It's and then the other side says, that, you know what? Those people don't listen to them. They're bad. Right. And they become friendly. And that's how it sort of seeps in. Um, and you know what? Like, most people, I think, will realize like i'm not gonna really side with these people because like i see your other shit and but it all it takes is a couple people to and and they've won right because they've just gotten stronger by having more people and the the middling people don't agree with those that are yelling at them so it's it's just this it, it's not beneficial um to do that uh it, it's it's fine to educate people and let them know like here's the problems we have with this game and that's fair, and it's totally fair to boycott stuff. But you know what? What benefit at the end of the day does it have to give the game a one um, and, and call people that play it bad and all this stuff? There's just no no cultural benefit to doing that. Um, you know, if I listen, um, I don't like Woody Allen for for reasons of Woody Allen. I don't watch his movies. Um, I'm not out there yelling at people that watch his movies that how dare you. Uh, it's up to you at the end of the day to make those decisions because again, any sort of consumerism is, is got parts in other things. So with Atomic Heart, cause I talked about it and I was negative on it, but I mean, like I actually do like the game. What do you want a Russian company to say? You know what I mean? Like, well, I do you want them to have... take the racist cartoon out. I do want that. Yeah, I, <laughs> yes. I mean, I, yeah, that should yeah. go. That Come should on. go yeah. for sure. But but it, it is well. But that's another thing, though. Culturally, do they understand the sensitivity of that? I mean, or is they I understand that, I mean, it's two thousand twenty-three. You're correct. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're correct. But how? You know what I mean? Like, how much media do they consume that? has that message because it's not like native americans are just rampant in russia right like that's not how that works so you have to you have to understand that like yeah they shouldn't have had that there and it's a bad move in 2023 but at the same time like they work under a different set of cultural circumstances so let them make the error and fix it rather than condemning them at the stake for it and if it happens again well then now it's a pattern also right just as, as a funny aside ryan we talked about with that game, like how much of that stuff was thrown against the wall 10 years ago when this game started oh, sure. and just kind of got yeah. left in like a garbage truck or something. I'm <laughs> sure. Yep. And, and, but like the thing with like that is like asking Chinese companies to be against China, right? Like it's not going to happen because of, you know, retaliation from the government. Don't really want to get shot in the head. Yeah. yeah you know, like, yeah. you know, so, so I'll, I'll say this because I keep my mouth shut about most of this stuff and just watch it play from the background. If everyone didn't play a video game because somebody who worked on the game was a piece of shit, we wouldn't play any video games. No, I, I, I don't believe. They're I don't. everywhere. Unless you get that one game made by one person who yeah. was just a cool dude. Yeah. 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 
And, so, and like, then like you go. go further, and it's like the electronics in your consoles. Is it made by Foxconn? Foxconn again. We go back to the like your phone that you tweet your stuff from has a lot of problems with how it, the the minerals are dug up and the batteries are made. It's just like, yeah. At the end of the day, I can only ask that you be aware. There you go. Oh, I'm aware. I'm aware that everything that I use is made by shitty people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you know what I mean, and and like and decide like what where your boundaries are. Sure, if you like, like I said, you if know. you want to, if you don't want to play Harry Potter because of how you feel about J.K. Rowling, awesome, more power to you, right? Absolutely, um, and, that's, and that's fair. That, but the only issue with that review was that it was just it was nothing about the game. game. <laughs> it was about yeah. the woman. She and what they did put in the game, and I realize reviews as a reviewer is totally objective. But if you read what she said about it, about the graphics looking like they were from PlayStation 3 and Xbox and actually play that game? No. That's a fucking lie. That is not true like, at all. Like, I played out. that game. That, that minecart ride at the beginning is impressive as shit. Right? And it only gets more so when you see stuff. Like, so you literally just took out your hate of this woman or this whatever on this game. And that's not fair. Like, that's not what you're supposed to do. But that's... That's where I'm they, at. they were just taking digs at that game be, and trying to take moral high ground or something. Yeah, that's, it was, yep. it's, yeah. it's garbage. It's garbage journalism. I'm sorry. And, and it also it also it also generates clicks and and I don't actually remember what site that was. Um, yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to guess. Um, I, I think I have a good idea, but because I don't know for sure, I'm not going to say it. Um, it wasn't like any of the big. It wasn't IGN. It wasn't Gamespot. It wasn't Polygon. It wasn't. Um, Kotaku wasn't any mm-hmm. of those four. That's that's all I'll say. Um, just because I know that two of those get some some flack for being that way sometimes. Um, but uh, it, to me, it's like you know, okay. But why did you did you have to be the one to review it? Yeah, you know, like I a hundred percent. The only person I thought of to review Harry Potter on this site would be Terrence. He likes Harry Potter, and he's interested and, in the game, and like. And I, I know I'm repeating something I it said. It was wired, enough. by the way. It was wired. wired. Okay. I, I do want. I do want to say one. So I was wrong. Um, but I didn't say. It. Uh, I do want to say one thing that I said last week, though. It is absolute. Like I understand. Like there are things where it's like, you, you know, do you gonna use Kanye West? Cause I think I used Kanye West as an example last time. Like if you're listening to his music. I I I'm not I don't dislike you. It's just one that's like I'm not really comfortable listening to his stuff. Um, and like, sorry, I have a know, yelling but, child but, in the background. Okay, but when you have when you have something that's <laughs> definitely a a product for kids, and a lot of the people that played it grew that uh, uh, that are playing this game grew up with it. Whether you be a young adult or a child when you started reading them. That is harder to separate yourself from than something that you have consumed as an adult and are choosing to move away from. Because, unfortunately, books and media are very influential on how you are um, growing up. And so, especially with Harry Potter, as much as I don't like J.K. Rowling, and I, I mean, I do not like that woman, um... I think it's horrible that the way that some people who have been playing this game and enjoying it have been treated by others. That is 
unacceptable. Uh, it, it's very sad that this is the way this this game is talked about. All right. Oh wow! Somebody leave. Yes, oh, t- yeah. uh, Wombat had okay. to go. Yeah, we 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 we've reached long. the tab. I've, we just... I've rambled too much. Yeah. I, I promise we, I won't be on next week. We, we just crossed <laughs> that three hour mark, and we're going into here. Um, no, but this this has been a good show. Lots of stuff going on. Lots of games. Yeah, Lots of fucking news. It's crazy. Um, if you want to send us an email, which we appreciate always, podcast at ztgd.com. Follow us on Twitter, ztgd radio. It's still there. I gotta fix the two factor because you know that's the thing. Uh, <laughs> and thank to... you for the email. Yeah, absolutely. I always appreciate emails. They're always fun. Um, if you want to follow us, I'm at ztgd. Terrence is at Lord Magnus. Ryan is at uh, Wombat RP. Drew is at DML Fury. Anthony he ain't on Twitter because he's a smart man. Uh, also, Phoenix Down. Check it out. Uh, like a dragon. How many more you got? Two more it's episodes. Ending. We're we're past halfway. So. Okay. So Ten hopefully the grind doesn't kill you. <laughs> Next episode's just we're grinding still. All right. Yeah, five minutes. So, so grinding the champion tower. So. The longest part will be the music in the intro and Drew going, "Hey everybody, uh, it's time for another episode of Phoenix Down. This is episode blah blah blah." And on the the show today we have Matt. We're playing Yakuza like a dragon. We still be grinding. All right, see ya. And then it plays the outro music. <laughs> All right, we out. But that's it for this week, unless anybody has anything else. And even if you do, I'm going to cut you off anyway. So we'll get out of here. Peace, bitches. All righty. And it goes something like this. <laughs>